Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Horror Hangout podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co hosts, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington and yeah. Mr. Andy Conduit Turner. Hello, guys. How is everybody? Hello. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. How are you? Ooh, you you lost so. a bit of weight, Andy, on your head? F. Yeah, really slimmed down on the old. Uh, really. Yeah, well, I've, after after all this, after all this training recently, my marathon is on Sunday, and I'm going to need every advantage I can get because I've had a little bit of a little bit of a niggling injury in like the knee and my ankle. So I'm, I'm like literally, mm. if I was a car, all of my warning lights would be on about now. So I just need to hold it together until so the end of Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I need every every <laughs> aerodynamic. Ounce every yeah. ounce of less wind resistance and less weight I can be carrying on the day. I'm going to have a massive wee before I run as well to make sure there's nothing. Uh, okay, we're going to run naked. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm going to, <laughs> going to get cold. My yeah, shiver yeah. so hard I pass through dimensions or something like that, so I'm going to have to... <laughs> well, wow, that's exciting. Yeah. So, so you're, feeling, you're feeling confident now? I mean, I'm confident in you, always. Um, I think... I think I'm bloody minded enough that I will make it like the mm. longest training run I did was 21 miles. So there's another five to do on top of that, which Winston 21 doesn't feel like that much more. Yeah. Um, and I think mm. on the day when there's other people around you and, you know, there's a race going on and things like that, you'll, I'll get through it. It's fine. If I yeah. crawl over the end, I'm stubborn enough to make sure that I make it. But if anyone's yeah. listened to this and on Sunday, the 10th of April, just uh, you know, send me a bit of energy my way. <laughs> Just a little bit of energy. <laughs> Raise your wait, hands wait. to the air. Think yeah. of Andy. Yeah. I'll gather I'll it all up. Like a I'll spirit bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Is it just uh, Brighton? Oh, to... so you're going all the way down to to Brighton? Yeah. From Scotland. Yeah. That's longer than a marathon, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but you, I use the car it. for most of it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Cheater. 
Well, we wish you all the best. Good luck. Uh, will you be listening to anything on your journey? What do you do? Music, podcast? A little bit of music, and then I tend to go music to get me started. And then once I get sick of my music, I uh, flip to a bit of a podcast just to keep me going. Some friendly voices yeah. on the way. Maybe me and Luke will record a podcast for you. It's just us talking. Yeah. It's just pep talking you, but then it slowly descends into hijinks. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll keep me going. Yeah. You, you know, before I before I joined you full time, you guys have accompanied me on a couple of runs over the years. Oh, well, there we go. How was that? Was, right. Did you imagine you were just running away Very from us? No, just sort of. <laughs> we could do some ASMR where me and Luke are both in each of your ears, kind of like whispering. Maybe. Go on, go on, lad. Go on, <laughs> go on Andy. Go on, Andy. You big bully. Black, <laughs> like, black, <laughs> like black, black Philip. Philip. Is that you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Um, me, like me and Ben could crack out. The, uh, the yellow uh, chicken dance, whatever it is that Buffy sings in the cheerleader thing, and this funky chicken. Oh, go, God. go, go. Yeah. One, yes. of, one of two full cheer songs. Just got worse with every line of lyric, it felt like, in this. It was like, okay, yeah, that's pretty shit. Oh, my God, that's even worse. Oh, God, no, just make it stop. I was like, you don't need to practice for that. Why should you go to cheerleader practice for that? That's yeah. just one practice. Just let Hillary Swank take the lead. Come on. Yeah. Hillary's wank. Oh. Ben. That was the, that that has been like a meme reviewer who <laughs> has gone to Hillary's watch that wank, cheer. more like. <laughs> more like Hillary. Million dollar baby. Million dollar baby. More like dollar baby. Dollar store baby. <laughs> Sorry, Hillary. Uh love and love and respect to you forever and ever. Uh, horror news? Any of that knocking about? Anybody seen anything? A little bit. A little bit. Fede Alvarez has been tweeting because the Evil Dead remake is nine years old, and he's been posting loads of Polaroids he took from the set that he has never shown anyone before, and he's been showing. He's on about he has some concept art for like a different ending, which I think was going to be more. I, I don't know. It's something to do with um, something that would tie it in with the original Evil Dead, Evil Dead films even more. So he's going to post something like that on his social media at some point, which is quite exciting. Uh, but nine years old. The Evil Dead I've, remake is nine years old. Those Polaroids sure must take an ages to come out. I thought they were quite quick. <laughs> been shaking them for nine years. <laughs> Bloody hell. Shaking like a Polaroid picture. It's covered in blood, these, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Horrific. Uh, you know, that That's a piece of thing. news. Did we discuss? I can't remember if we discussed this last week. Please stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, the Crow, a new Crow movie of Bill Skarsgård. Did we discuss that last week? No, I don't we think did, we did. I did think. We? Did we? We talked, to, we talked, we talked about, about Bill's, it. Oh, it's not Bill's. Is it Bill Skarsgård? Bill Skarsgård, yeah. Bill we, we, oh, yeah, we talked. Yeah, so we talked about Bill Skarsgård. We talked about his in, eyeballs. Talked about his eyeballs in the, and about the It series, but yeah, he's been apparently. Ah, yeah, I don't good. know if it's one hundred percent confirmed. There's going to be a modern reimagining, directed by Rupert Sanders, who directed Snow White and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell, the the Scarlett Johansson Ghost in the Shell. Um, and apparently, there's a Grammy-nominated singer called FKA Twigs, who also stars. Oh yeah, as uh, a crow, a, a female crow. I don't know. There was uh, for ages. There was going to be, um, or they were trying to get a, a remake going with um, Corin Hardy is a director who did the Nun film, okay. um, and um, 
what's Aquaman's real name again? Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Or Jason Arthur Momoa. Curry, whichever you prefer. Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. It's my mower now. <laughs> Screw you. Jason Momoa in B&Q, that is. A short story. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Momoa as the crower. But, Jason, uh, oh yeah, we've seen, we've all seen, uh, like, um, art for that, haven't we? Jason Momoa as the crower. Uh, and yeah, I think it was the recently it was the anniversary of Brandon Lee's death as well. I think, yeah, so lots of crow stuff in the news. But yeah, let's uh, let's have a bit of this. Um, that could that be a movie we cover on this podcast? To crow. Yeah, yeah, he's quite a spooky boy. He's got a big. Um... Crow's got quite a Gabriel vibe to him. Maybe Gabriel, you know, in the inevitable sequel to Malignant, that's how you can make Gabriel take a face turn. He's the crow now. Yeah. Oh, talk, yes. Talk, talk, yeah. Talk yeah. Come out of my face turn. I was like, <laughs> face oh. turn literally just turns around. <laughs> um, a, question, a question we saw that I think me and Andy involved ourselves in on Twitter this week was if you could watch a horror movie again for the first time ever, what horror movie would you choose? I chose Malignant oh, yeah. just because I think that reveal, um, yeah, would be great to enjoy with me. And then also a, a similarly ignorant crowd. Uh, and Andy's choice was... Naturally, Sleepaway Camp. That, that both, film for the uh, first time. I think you're both wrong, actually. <laughs> I've actually, weirdly, <laughs> I, I, think, I was thinking about this. <laughs> thinking about this exact thing the other day for, for some reason. And I was like, yeah. it's got to be Cameron in the Woods. Like I wish I could like yeah, very, blank my very mind and rewatch it because it, it still holds up as well. Like no matter what year it is, it's still zinging those same horror movie tropes. So yeah. you could just keep forgetting about it and keep rewatching it, and it would still be as yeah. amazing every time. Yeah, that's, that's true. That'd be a great well, one maybe, to see for the first time again. Or maybe if you're a sucker, a glutton for punishment, you could watch, you forget a film that you hoped was good and then be disappointed all over again. <laughs> like maybe the whole Resident <laughs> Evil franchise. I could just, uh, in every every film, maybe this would have yeah. been all right. Maybe this would have been all right. Uh, talking just about, I think I'm going to watch. endless optimism. <laughs> if if yeah. you're going to watch the first Suicide Squad, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me going, this is going to be the greatest movie. Jared Leto was the Joker. I mean, it's, it's absolutely Revelation. Look, he's got a totally new look. And he, Can't wait for with the music. It's amazing. Can't wait to see him in the Morbius. Uh, Dr. Morbius. Michael Morbius, at your service. Two right oh. ears. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been... Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been surprised, like in a bad way. What movie oh. that I've been like really excited about, and I've gone to watch it. And I was like, that was the worst we've ever seen. Oh, maybe the like a Star Wars, probably a Star Wars. Oh yeah, probably a Star. Uh, Wars. What about Hall- what about Halloween Kills? Yeah, Halloween Kills. Yeah, in, in horror, in true, horror, actually. in horror world, Halloween Kills burn. There was just a realization about halfway through where I was like, this isn't working out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not it's like a, a, a stand-up comedian whose uh, routine isn't going down well, and you're like, just stop now. Dying just on your ass. Exactly. Roll credits now. Out, out of horror, <laughs> I think the, the biggest fear I have of that one, probably less extreme than Halloween Kills, though. I had a bit of that when I saw Batman v Superman. I, re- I went to a midnight Ooh, showing yeah. and everything, and I was like, hang on a second, why am I bored in, in what oh, should yeah. be the best film time ever? Yeah. Um, I think I've seen I remember some was... reviews already before when when I went to watch it, so I was I was prepped. Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Uh, talking of the Resident Evil movies, I think I'm going to watch. I know you've been doing it, Andy. I'm going to watch the whole franchise, um, and maybe we could indulge in a franchise ranking. 
Um, oh, we could then. I've just finished, in fact. I haven't done the animated finished. ones yet, but I did. Oh, yeah. I'd seen all of them apart from the final chapter. And then I went through and finished with the final chapter. Oh, um, the final so chapter, just, just also known it. as the film, with that has got to have the most cuts in it ever. I think there was a, a scene in, in like a tunnel or something. And I was like, get fucking motion sickness here. It's just like cutting. <laughs> Literally every yeah. single angle. Oh, God. Also, I think the film that mostly threw away anything that was previous, like the end of the one before the last one, it's like, right, we're going to have to work together to save everyone. And then, like, the beginning was, yeah, so between films, that that was a trick. He screwed me over. <laughs> I'm in big trouble now. And I have now, never been. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll just we will discuss it at great in great detail, but I've yeah. never ever been so disappointed at the representation of not just one character, but pretty much every <laughs> major character. Oh, that guy kind of looks a bit like Leon. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> that guy kind of looks a bit like Wesker. That's pretty cool. What the fuck are they doing? He's got some sunglasses. And so on. Yeah. And so on. And so on. So yeah. Yeah. I think we'll I'm have to. Do we'll do it. We'll do a uh, thing. Are you uh, Are you up for that, Luke, or you've got more respect you... for your life than to watch all the rest of the Evil films? You said how many? I don't even like like them. I haven't seen there's, them all before. No, what? there's six. There's there's six main movies. I guess if we include the one we did recently, Welcome to Raccoon City, we've done that. And I also watched the animated ones at late last series. year. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plus the series. Watching a a couple. I mean, so. Uh, <laughs> let me just say no <laughs> I'll be up for maybe if there was a is there a gun to my head what <laughs> gun to your head gun to your balls uh... I don't know it sounds like you're asking me to watch five films that I'm going to hate I mean yeah. I'll tell you what Luke you... if you wipes my mem- if you wipe my mind got me excited yeah. and then and then went to watch them then maybe we'll take this one on the chin you catch up on all the child's play movies and then we'll all do a ranking of those oh, better yeah. boys. i would i need to do that i've not seen most of them so yeah okay it's done it's settled it is settled. a bit of horror news i've seen and i'm not sure if this is official yet rumors of a house of the dead remake not just rumors do you mean the game yeah is, is it confirmed not I just rumours, it's, it's out. Yeah. It's out tomorrow. It's out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, so I think it's only on Switch. Uh, Wait, how think... is it going to work? Because it's an on-rail shooter, right? Yeah, I mean, I on Switch, on rails. I guess the Switch has a touch screen, so you yeah. could. They've um, it looked. To be fair, I don't know if you've oh, seen any footage cool. of it. It looks kind of cool, but you know, it doesn't look like they've changed all that much. I mean, it looks nicer. That's kind of it. Um, it's had some lukewarm reviews um, that I've been reading today. But yeah, it's out tomorrow because I was a bit like, oh, do I spend like, I don't know, 20 quid on it when it comes out for Switch or do I wait? Um, and I think I'm going to wait just because. Well, if I had force powers, I could summon my Switch to my hand from here. Tell wow. Mr. Nintendo to whack my pre-order down. It's been a long time. <laughs> are you going to do it? Eh? I'll see how much it is. Like, I think I'd grind my teeth a bit if it was like full price release if it's like 20 quid or something i ain't got kids yeah. i don't do drugs I've got disposable income it's all right not anymore uh, but <laughs> also there's a there's a new there's a place open in bristol called four quarters uh which i think is just like a, one of the art, sort of arcade bar places i think that as far as i can tell house of the dead two and three they've got oh see that's what three. i want to watch it for i mean house of the dead 
you, you come for the shooting, but you stay for the story, don't you? You see what, you know. Curian. Yeah, see what Curian's up to, hearing whether or not people want other people to come. Spoilers, they don't. <laughs> tell them not to. No, don't come. Well, well I'm going to now. Don't come. Wasn't don't come used in something else as well? It's like maybe vampire night. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, so I'll probably give it a shot at some point. I used um, to love a light gun game. How does that, how does that feel? Yeah. Thinking something was in the future and then suddenly it's there right now. How does that feel? Oh, that was delightful. Never been so delighted. It's like ordering food and it arriving immediately yeah. like starving and you go oh i'll have the carbonara please it's here you check on the Domino's <laughs> tracker i don't know if oh, i like it, it to it arrive that, oh, that soon door. you don't want it to arrive that soon because you're like what's going on here has it been microwaved yeah has yeah. it been cooked is it ready to go has it been cooked <laughs> nah it's fine um the only other piece of news i've got is that a photo has been released of uh the oh, two God. main actors in interview with the vampire of the series oh. the amc upcoming small screen retelling of Anne Rice's Vampire Saga. Jacob Anderson, oh no, sorry, Sam Reed is Lestat uh, and Sam Jacob Reed, Anderson the guy with uh, wait, which one is Sam Reed? He's not the guy with like, the really deep husky voice. I have no idea. I, I'm, I can't, I'm pretty sure I don't recognise him. Uh, Sam Reed. But yeah, so this is coming out sometime in 2022, so no um, official but there we go. That's all. For Apparently, that? Are you excited, a- excited by it. Yeah, I'll give this. I'll give this a. Uh, what this platform a is appara- on over here? Do we know yet? Don't know. But AMC apparently have acquired loads of Anne Rice, pretty much the whole Vampire Chronicles series. So every book, every spin-off, every crossover novel. So that they might be like, right, that's it. We're bashing this out. This is the new uh, adaptations for true- days. Adaptations for days. Not like AMC vampire... to take a take a theme and then run it into the ground <laughs> with hundred spin-offs. No, it's not. Hundred <laughs> spin-offs and the spin-offs themselves are spoilers for the series that isn't even finished yet. Um very naughty. Yeah, but that's all I've got down for news. Has anybody seen anything fun this week? Um Yeah. So uh we had a Facebook group horror movie night the night we watched um Mike Flanagan's Before I Wake, which I've seen before. Ah. Have you seen? Have you guys seen Before I Wake? I have not. I've not seen it. No. So it's one of his early ones. I think. So Mike Flanagan's career, he did a Kickstarter for a film or some crowdfunding platform thing for his first film, which is called Absent Absentia or Absentia. Um, not seen that one. And then I think this might have been his second film. You can kind of tell, but it's got Thomas Jane in it. Uh, Kate, very nice. Hudson in it, uh, and a few other people. Jacob Tremblay, that like little boy who was in loads of stuff for a little while. Um, oh, yeah. th- it's very Stephen Kingy, um, as we know, Mike Flanagan he loves likes it. to do. Uh, so the the core concept is, is uh, a couple whose little boy has died, and they um, adopt a new boy to get a new one in. And this boy, when he dreams. Uh, things from his dreams like manifest in the real world so for example the first night he's sleeping the the couple are watching some tv and these butterflies imaginary butterflies start floating around um, and then they realize that if they 
show their new adopted child loads of um, pictures and videos of their dead child, he start when when this new one goes to sleep, he starts to imagine their oh, dead God. kid, and it's like uh, there's a bit of a thing going on there. But then it gets creepy and weird and evil when we realize mm. that the memories uh, become kind of twisted and um, something that he dreams of, like a some kind of malevolent spirit, uh, consumes people. So they're kind of feeding this thing because they want to see their dead like, child. It sounds like Penny Crayon, but instead of a crayon, it's a dream. Penny Crayon, what's that? Yeah, Penny Crayon, <laughs> probably one of the most powerful characters in fiction. Penny Crayon can draw anything. It's a cartoon. She draw can draw anything, anything she wishes. Crayon, um, and it comes to life. Yeah, kind of yeah, like that. A, yeah, but yeah. In, in dreams, yeah. Is, anyone, <laughs> is the little boy, the new boy, is he voiced by Sue Pollard? <laughs> By what? <laughs> Sue Pollard. Is it a Sue Pollard voice, the new boy? Weird that you say that. But yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, Dennis. It goes on. Yeah, that's the. It's pretty good. The, the core concept is cool and some creepy moments. The, when the dream stuff gets evil, there are some cool moments. Uh, but it does feel quite sophomoric in the, like the, the execution. Um, and it does doesn't seem to go far enough i think we've talked about that in a few films recently but it feels like it ends a little mm. a little weekly um it's worth watching though if you if, you, if you're a Matt Flanagan fan it's probably good it still sounds uh, interesting and you've mentioned yeah. the golden thing thomas jane's in there with thomas, thomas jane he's <laughs> in like this Scott film as well Stark. right uh thomas jane's in buffy he's listed in the cast now i don't know if Is i just he? missed him is he in the background punching a shark? I don't know. I, uh, I didn't see him. I, I saw. I um, didn't see him. I saw like some That's other weird. people. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's crazy. Anyway, yeah, maybe we'll remember. I don't know. Yeah. Anything else at all? Anybody? Okay, so it finally happened. Supernatural Scooby Doo cross crossover. <laughs> Scooby Natural. Um. It was actually great. <laughs> it was like it they, just they animated, yeah. Yes, it was. So the the overall conceit is even really well done. So the idea is that the Winchester brothers, uh, they go to like a, it's like a cursed pawn shop, and they help him with some thing that's come alive, and they kill it. And as a pre- as a present, the guy gives them a TV, and as they're watching it, they get sucked into an episode of Scooby Doo. Now. <laughs> They they're just playing along with it. Uh, they're they're like animated in in the episode as well. They're just playing along with the episode because they've seen all they've seen this episode before. They know how it goes. No evil thing really happens. Like it's always like a man in a mask. But then they find um, the first victim in the Scooby Doo house is actually been killed, and then they realize that it's like uh, the car the episode itself is being mm-hmm. haunted. Um, so then they start to realize that the Scooby Doo gang might die. Um, and then it, it, it's just really well done. The humor is like spot on. And there's like, it made me really like, remember why I love Scooby Doo cartoons. I was genuinely just enjoying it as a Scooby Doo episode at times. Um, no, I might, have to, I might have to seek out just that episode. I think you could just watch that episode, that one episode. It might not be as good because the characters in it, um, like you, the reason you like Supernatural is because the characters are fun. Uh, but yeah, it's really well done. And I think just, the way they've kind of twined them together is really smart and really fun and kind of perfect, like a perfect crossover episode. 
right, that sounds great. I might have to give that one. Might have to give that one a go. And now you've mentioned being a Scooby Doo fan, Luke. What what generation of uh, of Scooby Doo fan are you? Do you love or hate Scrappy Doo? I like Scrappy Doo. Um, I liked him. I He's never. Right. I always hated that they made him a villain in the in the live action film. Oh yeah. James like, Gunn's yeah. one one misstep as a filmmaker. That was not fair, was it? That was not fair. Why would you? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's well. I think it's I think the the done thing is if you're a Scooby Doo fan of the original era, which is older even than I am, then Scrappy Doo was the thing that was added. He was the poochie of the of the Scooby Doo thing that, that wasn't required. That wasn't required, and they didn't, and people didn't like him. Yeah, let's go I back to, to my people. Yeah, he died. Oh, yeah. my, my, I must go. My planet needs me. Um, but the um, but yeah, I, I think it was the done thing to dislike Scrappy Doo. But I was a kid when he was in it. Um, yeah, and I like and like I loved it. Oh, like he is brave. That's why he's great. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I mean, I liked that he wasn't in every every episode. It seems from what I remember. Uh, but yeah, I've got nothing against Scrappy. Just seemed like a little puppy. Nothing against Scrappy Doo. <laughs> what a little as well. Iteration after iteration, absolutely top tier theme music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Um, it's Matthew Lillard doing the voice of Shaggy Is in it? this episode as well. And I was like, "That's weird." Is he just oh. the voice now of the cartoon Shaggy? That is interesting, isn't it? Or is he just doing it because it's this it's crossover that. episode? I don't know. But yeah, it's quite interesting. Scooby Doo genuinely like made me lol with something he said in it. <laughs> like it was stupid. Like it's just a really kiddy <laughs> joke. But it was I was silly laughing at that. <laughs> it's good. I have to check that out. Uh, what else? Uh, me and Andy both saw Sonic the Hedgehog two. This week, um, not together, unfortunately, which would have been it would have been lovely to go on a little trip. and relevant to a horror movie podcast because Dr. Robotnik drops an Evil Dead reference. Oh, yeah, I you so you caught that and I didn't from Army of Darkness. You know, the wizard tells Ash he has to say the magic oh, words and he forgets it. Okay, um, I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Harada. <laughs> but, um, it's how he says the first where... two words so confidently. And yeah, he then doesn't... he's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, um, when uh, the some people come through and Dr. Robotnik basically fakes them out and tricks them and he sits up and says the magic words in full, having got it right before beating them up. Um, yeah. And I was like, I'm the only person in this cinema that's going to have got that reference looking that around. That is a weird reference to put in there. I think Jim Carrey was just riffing. It might have been yeah. a riff, yeah. It seemed like he was riffing a lot. I mean, I didn't even catch it, so I didn't know what I was what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I was thinking shot. about Evil Dead as I sat there because I've, I've literally in other things I've been watching, I have watched all of the first season of Ash vs. Evil Dead now. Oh, oh enjoy it. Nice. Yeah, it was really good. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. It's quite a a, a light watch. Um, you'll go in. There'll be some crazy stuff that happens. There'll be some gory stuff that happens. There'll be some wacky things. There'll be some effects. 
uh, and then we got to the end of it. And actually, like quite a good guy. Lucy Lawless is in the in the first season. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's been quite funny. I'm I'm going to go and watch the second and third season. Although I am quietly, like slightly dampened in my enthusiasm now, knowing that apparently now I've read online that the third season ends in a cliffhanger, even though they're not doing anymore. Just yeah. gives me the, the the real life horrors of like every. Maybe there should be a law brought in that every time you do a series, it has to be. You can have threads that you could pick up again, but legally mm. speaking, yeah. any end of a season could be the end of the show, and it'd be okay. Isn't it weird? Like people for ages were like demanding another sequel to Evil Dead, and then when the TV show came out, which is essentially a sequel to Evil Dead, it didn't seem to get much love or fanfare at all. I think it's no. down to the networks. I'm I'm watching it now that it's all on it's all on Netflix right now. I think yeah. it might have had a because it's Star, isn't it? So I think it might have had a run on or be available on Disney Plus in some locations as well, but. I know that it was not immediately accessible when it came when it came out to us over here in the first place. I think a lot of these yeah. shows will live and die on how easily they are, and for the best will in, with the best will in the world, streaming services are uh, there are ones that most people have, and there are other ones, especially when it's really inconsistent with where it is. I mean, it's why I haven't seen very much a peacemaker yet which i'm really excited to see but oh yeah it was you know it, it had its full run in other countries before we could even get it here at all without you know jumping through all the vpn hoops yeah um yes it's it like i think the, the the service that something's on really helps these things either live or die yeah, I need to watch that as well. Uh, and I did, I did see the first episode of Moon Knight as well. Uh, oh, I did as well, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. that. What do you reckon? I mean, yeah, I'm very interested in hearing more of the accent. I'm very, I enjoy the accent. I just, Oscar Isaac, I think he's just very, he's magnetic, isn't he? Um, and it's, uh, I think it was great. Um, really good that we saw, we got a look at the character right at the end of the first episode as well. Excited to see where it's going to go. Obviously, it's a very mysterious story and interesting to see how it unfolds. Uh, yeah, Marvel series it's... set in London as well. Cool. Yeah. It's weird that um, it's like the lowest rated Marvel TV show yet, right? Um, I think it's better. Is it, the lowest, it? Is it the lowest yeah. rated? It's the lowest rated. I guess that, yeah. It was like 80% and like the others were like, oh, 99% amazing, amazing, so good. Uh, is that critics they... that have seen all of it or is that audience so far I think that's so far it's got plenty of time then I think cause it's it's not a long series is it, is it five parts six parts oh, okay don't know not sure um, not sure but I think Which... it, it looks really I mean it seems very solid to me so far. how do you rate yeah. the series so far of the ones that you've seen then uh, of the ignore one. The, the Netflix ones mm. of, the, of the Disney plus ones oh that's so what you mean not, not being like oh, the other ones uh, yeah. So, what what has it been? Falcon, so Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, One Division, and Hawkeye. What if Hawkeye? Yeah, oh, to... what if has been my favourite actually? Um, I think I think Loki's my favourite. See, I liked Loki a fair bit. I I, I thought like it had the the, the best theme tune, and it had the best um, <laughs> yeah. like visual identity and aesthetic. It was really really nice and interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I just 
kind of want it to, to go a bit wilder or a bit weirder. Uh, yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. I, what if is probably up there. I think I didn't catch it until it was all finished, but it was exception. It came together exceptionally well at the end. Hawkeye might be my. I think if I was to watch any of them again, it might be Hawkeye. I've not Hawkeye seen that one. I've not yeah. finished Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It's a nice, it's a nice Christmas Christmas story. I think the cast's really good. It's got a little dog yeah. in it. It's great. Yeah, very nice. There we go. Uh, anything else? Anybody seen this week? Is that pretty much it? Just That's those, yeah. just those Resident Evils. But we'll save that for our ranking then. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Time. I'll uh, I'll get started on that. So, apart from film of the week, which is Buffy to Vampire Slayer. Uh, the movie, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> the movie, obviously, not the uh, not the TV show. So, recent in a recent episode, we discussed that Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, turned twenty five, and I think we decided, oh, let's watch the movie because I don't think had any of us seen it. I'd never seen it. I had, but a You'd long, long, long time ago. I think it was like a, a late night Channel Four special sponsored by Stella Artois. Oh. Where the film is like <sighs> super quiet and you're trying to watch yeah. it with your mum asleep next door. And then the yeah. that Artois advert bits was so loud. <laughs> Do you Some accordion it was... music blasts you awake at one in the morning. It was yeah. just, uh, you're trying to watch Euro Trash, aren't you? And it's, oh, Bob, no, Bob, don't come in. Oh, what's going on? Luke Condor, if I come in here and John Paul Gautier's on the telly again. <laughs> you want, you want a Stella story. or something? Uh... <laughs> Get down off the TV, Jean-Paul. Get down. It's dangerous up there. Uh, so. So. <laughs> wait. So. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a 1992 American comedy horror film directed by Fran Rubel Cousy and starring Christy Swanson, Donald Sutherland, Paul Rubens, Rutger Hauer, Luke Perry, H- Hilary Swank. And then also, if you're eagle-eyed, you will see lots and lots of other famous faces uh, including Ricky Lake, Ben Affleck, Seth Green, Thomas Jane, apparently, um, just to mention just a few. So it's absolutely stacked yeah. with recognizable names and faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. The tagline so for this the, is. Uh, oh, go on. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say the plot is flighty. That's a weird word to describe anybody. Flighty teenage girl Buffy Summers learns that she is her generation's destined battler of vampires because of a mole or something. Because <laughs> of a mole. Battler's a weird word as well. Why would you a battler? <laughs> You're a right battler. <laughs> You're a right flighty battler, Buffy. IMD- IMDB need to go back to the drawing board with this. What are they playing at? Maybe they're well, she's a flighty to... battler, isn't she? Maybe they're trying to do the same thing as as this movie and just really pull into the um the 90s the 90s lingo in fact as i went through I made a little list of some of the great 90s terms as and when they oh. as and when they came up because i've never felt like i was in 1992 harder than i did watching what, this what's your you, damage you, no what, what's your damage what, that was good yeah, yeah. that's what so what's what's yeah. what's your damage uh things are described as heinous lush what's the sitch um, I say this stuff now. What are you someone's about? called a, <laughs> someone's hey, called a this, bonehead. Hey, this meal's heinous. Hey, that looks lush. What's the sitch with this? Just look hey, bonehead. Um, these guys. Yeah, have, a, guys, man, have a cow, man. Some guys are described as thrashed. Um, many people oh, yeah. asked what their damage is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
uh, Buffy describes um, d- describes an old man as uh, skanky. So you're not a skanky old man, are you? Um, oh. Forget you. Um, her dream person that she's going to run away and marry is Christian Forget Slater. You. Forget <laughs> you, Christian Slater. Oh wow! Oh, never yeah, have I, I never have I seen a film before. Seem right. to make good at- <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that. Um, make successful big name actors look so naff, so heinous. Like, wait a minute, that's Donald Sutherland. Wait a minute, that's Rutger Hauer. What is yeah. going on? Paul Rubens has got, I mean, funny looking bloke, yeah, but he's got no charisma <laughs> in yeah. this. Who would have known oh, that with Paul Rubens? Pee Wee Herman normally dress him as a vampire and he would become future Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's writing a bloody musical there, isn't he? I can see him joining the. And also, vamp- like, one thing about a TV show was that the vampires were genuinely like a bit scary, like when they mm-hmm. looked all frowny and with their frowny ears. Eyebrows. Yeah, they look like they've got cauliflower ears, like they've been playing but rugby or, U- or UFC, <laughs> but their whole heads are cauliflower. And also, <laughs> cauliflower like, heads. cauliflower heads. And I was just, uh, on the, the, the gore slash blood is at 0.00, right? It's yeah. not, a, not a splash. Pretty sure the steaks are like made of cardboard or yeah. chocolate. People say like, we never see them going Very little. Very little yeah. damage, actually. So, um, so Joss Whedon wrote this and sold the script to, um, uh, oh, to Dolly Parton's production company. Um, and then what? at some point, he was involved with the production for quite a bit. Uh, he like packaged it up for the film. And so then at some point, he got really angry uh, and left the production because he, he wasn't happy with the direction they were taking it in. He especially he didn't have a, a good relationship with Donald Sutherland. Who said not in these words, but he said he's a massive prick. I think because uh, Donald Sutherland was, was making up lines that didn't make sense with the law of the of the story. Um, Buffy, know. you're a flighty battler. <laughs> no, that's not in the script. That's not in the that's script. What? The script. She's an aloof yeah. ass kicker. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so Joss Whedon heard that and basically said Joss Whedon is a heinous, <laughs> yeah. heinous prick. He's a heinous anus. Josh Whedon wanted it to be scarier and darker, and and they said that he said they removed tons of his jokes and they're like ad living everywhere, and it's like, you know, we know what he's like now. He's a creative control freak to to some extent. Um, so he's then he uh, he made the TV show, which obviously became like a massive sensation, television sensation, uh, and then the script, you know, they, they did the TV show and ended. Then they started to do the comic books. Which are like especially a uh, continuation of the story. They also did a prequel comic where they remade this film using Joss's original script, and uh, they they kind of remade it from scratch to as per his vision. Uh, and also the this the TV show is still a sort of sequel to this film, but more the script. When they talk mm-hmm. about events of um, why Buffy's moved to a new high school, it's because she had to burn down her old high school. Which doesn't happen in this film, but it did in the original script. So oh, yeah. Yeah. she just burned burned down her head, burned down Rutger Hauer's head. That's yeah, it. maybe that's what they meant. Got misunderstood. I, but but I don't recognise Sarah Michelle Gellar's character of Buffy Summers in this character at all. It's no, almost like no. like zero like I don't. There's zero percent of that performance is into this. 
I don't even know if Buffy Summers is even that likable as a lead. I don't know. She has a she has a bit of a turn after she realizes she yeah. can do fighting, but she is aggressively all of them are aggressively unlikable in the opening section, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a bit, and throughout the film to a degree, everyone was a bit, you know, snarky and that's just um, the attitude of the it's, it's just the attitude of the nineties. If a man in a trench coat and a hat just walks into your high school, which definitely happens, then you can be snarky to him and say, Are you some kind of hobo? It's just quite nice. Yeah. You kind of skanky old man that wants to tempt young girls into graveyards. Although to be fair, Donald hasn't done himself many favors because there's I'm here to deliver your birthright. It's probably easier if I show you come with me to a graveyard immediately. No, Donald, it's easier if you explain it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I've got to show you. got to show you, right? got to show you. Just, just tell What's me that? I'm a, a, a legendary battler of vampires, and I'll, I'll know what it is. I'm a flighty battler of vampires. Something wrong with my screen or my video uh, as I watch this. It was like playing, it felt like at 10% speed. Like it was the slowest action. I've ever seen yeah. in any. There was film a lot of slow. There was a lot of slow action, and also you know, like the Arkham Asylum type of um, yeah. fight sequences where everybody always says, yeah. "I've never seen anything more like that than this film." There was so oh, much waiting of turns. <laughs> yeah. They were waiting for the turns so much. I think these, those people didn't realize they were even allowed to fight. They were kind of just holding back. <laughs> can Are I get involved? I... Oh. Just sitting doing their know, idle I... animation. Yeah, <laughs> they look broke. Like when the game I mean, I... doesn't trigger into the fight action, the fight animation. <laughs> Just yeah. running into like a side corridor. <laughs> My man. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah. Okay, so uh, ratings in this film aren't, aren't stellar. Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave it 36% and the audience gave it 43%. Uh, IMDb has it at 5.6 out of 10. Letterboxd is at 2.9 out of 5. Uh, Sion said, didn't know Ben Affleck was in this. Very frightening. Half a star. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the scariest thing he found was Ben Affleck. I didn't and, even uh, notice him. Very frightening. Uh, and then Ash said, cinematic masterpiece. Cinematic masterpiece. Five stars. Five stars. Is he being yeah. sarcastic or is he literally... What's his damage? That's what I want to know. What's his damage? Yeah. I think if you watch this film at double speed, it'd probably be great. I mean, it'd be over quicker. It would. <laughs> it's a tight yeah. forty-five how'd you, minutes. How do you feel about watching things on double speed? Are you, well, you I ever? used to never, never before watching this. Now I'm like, <laughs> get him on double speed. <laughs> get it on double speed immediately. What are we watching tonight? Double speed, please. What you need is like obviously <laughs> Zack Snyder is known for his slow motion. Whoever yeah. is the opposite director of Zack Snyder, that's who you need to do a cut of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, fast motion. Sax Snyder. <laughs> snack, snack, snack Snacksider. Yeah, there's got to be someone who who's, who's famous for really kinetic, over the top. John Woo. John Woo. That's, I was thinking John Woo. <laughs> John Woo. I was thinking, I was thinking John Woo. I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Incred- incredibly nineties, um, almost like sickeningly nineties. You know what I mean? When I you look back at stuff in the 90s with this sort of like you've got rose tinted glasses on you're going oh it's lovely back then it's nice uh, but then with this it's just too much you're like no I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to venture into the 90s yeah, I if think, everyone uh, was like no, this I like, I like that that 
that side of things. The nineties comparison nostalgia stuff. Like linguistics wise and everything that it like it gave me kind of like Bill and Ted vibes from the mm. from the beginning. But Bill and Ted, I think, is done with such it's got quite a kind-heartedness to it. Like even though they like slag each other off and there are probably some things quite proper in today's uh today's world but mm. i never found them abrasive whereas the opening scene with these guys they're all there's a weird bit where they go through loads of cinema chains and take turns and slagging them off oh yeah and they do say oh we're not going there because they play trailers for foreign films <laughs> they play trailers <laughs> foreign for foreign luck. films the, the the ushers at another cinema chain. The ushers at AMC are right bunch of uggos. Uggos. I mean, you don't go to a cinema chain for the attractiveness of the of the client of the staff. Go to a cinema the chain to are. watch a movie yeah. and to mistakenly also wish the usher that they enjoyed their film. Enjoy your film. Thanks. You too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. no me too. No me too. And then it and it cuts to him sat next to you. You have your arm rendered. Yeah, yeah. No, no, t- no. Thx, another one. That's why we wouldn't go. Another one. The popcorn smells like farts. One of those. Like all the like. Oh. That's why it's called buttercusps. So what? What were we looking at cast-wise? Christy Swanson is Buffy Summers. Um, I don't, I I don't. What else has she been in? Because all I remember a few years ago, she had a bit of publicity because she was like. I bloody love Donald. I love yeah, Donald Trump. Right she is in a film with Charlie Sheen in a car. It's called The Car or The, the Drive or something. Uh, I don't really remember it. Um, she was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Huh. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't Pretty in Pink. Much. A little bit. She was in Dude, Where's My Car? As Christy uh, yeah. Boner. As The Car. As the car, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bloody hell, Transformer. Uh, Luke Perry <laughs> is Oliver Pike. Luke Perry, he looks like the kind of guy where I'm like, he's about nine different actors rolled into one, right? Yeah, he, he like died that. last year, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, during yeah. my Riverdale uh, watching uh, period, a darker time. Um, <laughs> so he plays Archie's dad in it and uh, he just didn't return after one season. He had like uh, some problems, but it's weird. See, cause he has the exact same uh, mannerisms and exact same DNA, I imagine as he did back in this film, but uh, it's just funny, so that. interesting to see like the two ends of his career. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like this, where it's him as such a young guy. And it's like the same guy. It's like, he's so similar, such a, such a kind of nice, Persona, mm. persona, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Rutger Hauer is like the big bad Lothos. It reminded me a little bit of Vigo the Carpathian. Just it's like Vigo you know. through the lens of Donald Trump with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Donald, Donald Sutherland is Merrick, Merrick. Jameson yeah. Five. So he's basically the, ro- the role of um, uh, oh god, can't think of his oh. name. Anthony Head. Yeah, yeah he's proto-Giles. Proto Giles, yeah. Uh, Paul Rubens is just like a vampire. Hilary Swank is just like the best, one of the best friends who, yeah. Um, one of the friends yeah, who the cast absolutely is made up. mugs her off buying the jacket that, that she wanted. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's loads of loads of famous faces making up the rest of the cast. David Arquette as well as Benny Jacks. It's Benny. Um, as all um, Benny. You've missed, unfortunately, Ben. I, just looking at um, Christy Swanson's filmography, the big one that you want to have seen with her in it. Um, do you know where's Craven movie? Before she was in this. So she'd already peaked. Um, she's in one of my favourite Wes Craven movies, Deadly Friend. Oh, Deadly Friend. Uh, I've definitely not. I've definitely never seen that. Oh, but I am you aware, see, I am aware you of it. You want to watch Deadly Friend. It's when this friend is bloody deadly. Circumstances. Well, a young boy moves to a town. He's a, he's a science genius. Uh, and he meets his girlfriend. No, science genius. Okay. So not a, not a religion science, uh, science scienceman. Uh, and he's good at robots and he's good at, and he has a robot friend called BB. Um, Mama Fratelli from the Goonies murders the robot friend and Kirstie Swanson's abusive dad murders her. So he uses his powers to save them both and puts the robot brain in Kirstie Swanson's body. And then she takes a terrible revenge on everyone that wrongs them with her robot power. uh, And she smashes an old woman's head with a basketball. It's great. Oh, cool. Well, that's what. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah. Deadly friend. Deadly friend. Wes Craven, nineteen eighty-six. And of course, she's in, and she's in the Phantom. Oh, oh yeah. Is that with uh, Billy Zane? With Billy Zane. Oh my! God. I like that film actually. I mean, yeah, I've that's it a long fun. Time, but I like. <laughs> I honestly don't think I've seen it since it was released. I think I watched it on Front Row. Front row of the cinemas. On yeah, night. Do, you remember, do you remember Front Row? It was like a no. ca- like a cable channel, um, and you used to, have to. It was one of those ones where you had to pay to obviously get the film. Put it on pay per view. Very nice. Like, yeah, like pay per view, and it used to show the trailers like all day, every day. Um, that was pretty much it. Um, yes, so that's it, cast wise. So, where does it? Where does it kick off? It, we're just introduced to everybody um, in the high school, these characters. Well, before much. we get a full musical number, we get a quick oh, brief God, interlude yeah. into the past. Yeah. 90s representations of medieval times are basically what you get if you go to a fancy dress shop now. Yeah, yeah what the hell's yeah. going on? No, was, no one wore a hat like that back in the day, did they? Like, like when it was tall peak with the little... Oh, it's ridiculous! <laughs> like a I thought, coming off the top. But the the thing is, I thought it was like a bit tongue in cheek, like a bit silly. But then after a while, I was a bit like, "Is it? Uh, you're you're taking this seriously? Really no. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was trying um, to be. Yeah, we do we do that, and then we get an entire uninterrupted cheerleading scene, which the oh, crowd goes on for love. so long. Yeah, it's, it's about the first four minutes of the movie. Um, so it's something about Jesus. a chicken. How do you like your chicken, funky, cooked or, or sizzly? I don't know what they're singing about. <laughs> I don't know why they sing the song about chickens because the basketball team of the is called the Hogs. That's pigs. All right, here we go. Okay, yeah. it says, okay. "How funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? Oh yeah, our goose Pretty is loose. totally loose. Shake so your come caboose. on, all you hog fans." Shake your caboose, shake your caboose. How how loose is your goose? Our goose is totally loose. Because here, doctor. Jesus. Yeah. Do some uh <laughs> healthy floor exercises. 
<laughs> do some pelvic floor exercises. <laughs> it was just, oh, yeah. I don't know. I went into it. It was a bit, it was a bit cringe, wasn't it? The, I think that might be the second load of the chant, though. The, the first one we get, we just get backtracked with a, uh, with some of the 90s finest rap music. Uh, definitely there is a quote on there that the, that the singer in this particular piece is struggling to maintain his composure. Um, yeah. It's a Lucky, lucky Bum Bum Down song. Lucky yeah, Bum Bum Down. Lucky Bum Bum Down. They're singing in former by Snow and everyone in the crowd is That's loving it. it. Literally, <laughs> Hilary Swank's there. Like she's dancing away, and then she scoffs at just this man who looks like he might sit down next to a classic, like you know, archetypical like mean girl. Like you're gonna sit next to me in that empty seat, you absolute piece of shit. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy's like, all right, I'm off. Um, oh bloody hell! All and right, the, um, and then the the coach of the basketball team is a character. He's one of those lefty liberal types he's like everyone just you know <laughs> oh it's just a guy who's like oh, everybody the- you'll get a everybody just enjoy the game okay and remember it's uh it's take apart the counts okay okay yeah. right that's it he just, gets he more say? ridiculous throughout though doesn't he say to yourself like that i deserve the ball <laughs> oh yeah, that was like it, up, yeah his clipboard with the plays like upside down at one point or something he's like you're that dark on this stuff and then later on on his clipboard he's got like the the ancient egyptian all seeing eyeball on there and like uh yeah illuminati like, yeah like all these yeah. kind of crazy symbols and ahead of his time yeah <laughs> or or behind on the actualize time. yourselves i think he shouts at one point yeah <laughs> he says i uh, what does he say you deserve the ball the ball is for sharing let's all have a go on the ball <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and then the if principle. you truly believe in yourself you'll have a good time <laughs> there's the principal who is the guy uh I always think of him as the Elf Love yeah. guy from Dodgeball. Yeah, is that dude? What's his name? Is it? Ah, oh, Jesus! What is his name? Stephen Root. Stephen Root. Yeah, so he's in Office Space. Yeah, um, yeah, loads of stuff. Dodgeball, obviously, is one of the major ones. But he's just got. He has always looked about the same age. This is yeah. the first time I've seen him in anything where he looks like younger, uh, and he loves the attention slips. I bet he's. You're with oh. about our age now. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like mid thirties. Yeah, he's he's maybe older. He was born in 1951. Whoa! So oh, yeah, like, 40, oh, like wow, 40, wow, 40. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, interesting. Um, yeah, I I like his scene a bit later on where he has, it gives me vibes of like early Homer Simpson voice. Where it's like. You know, when I was your age, I called pulled a couple of boners. And he's, he's going around. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're introduced to, to everybody. So Buffy's got a boyfriend at this point as well, isn't she? A oh, boyfriend, yeah. and then and he's got friend. like a, and a friend yeah. who's like kind of in love with her, and he's like, well, "Can I have a goner for a, for a night?" Or somebody says some something. At one point, like that. he's like uh, squeezing her butt cheeks with his eyeballs. Like they're popping oh, out his head. When, <laughs> when, when she leans into the car to like yeah. kiss her boyfriend, and he like becomes a cartoon wolf. Yeah. <laughs> and then is like air caressing her bum. And yeah. yeah. 
That's a strange friend. <laughs> in many ways, the yeah, vampires like, right, not the mate. true villains of this piece. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Even an very Oculus strange and it just gets it gets strange. Like when she starts falling out of her boyfriend, he's always like there and he's got something to say all the time. And it's just yeah, it's just very strange. Bit too much. I enjoy the bit where she beats the fuck out of him with her slow motion judo at school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very special really good style at, of really judo. At, yeah, uh, and she's really good at gymnastics. She could do a load of flips and just fighting just comes naturally to her. Slow, like the slow motion flips. Like her cartwheels, her a single cartwheel takes her at least five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing is that it's it's made to appear that it's faster because when she's doing flips, it plays up like noises. Power yeah, Rangers herself with a mouth. Power Rangers whoosh noises. Swish. Maybe that's uh, it. Maybe that's why you found it slow because you're used to the frenetic energy that you get from a Power Rangers episode. Yeah, there wasn't enough zooms or camera cuts or anything. It I don't know. To me, so this director, I might be wrong, but. It doesn't look like they've done much else. Uh, what's, what's their name? Again? No, I don't think the director has done much else. I think I saw um, Fran. Okay, yeah. I got the feeling that they didn't really know about movies. <laughs> like, Which one all, of these all, talkies? All the ingredients the are there thing... for this movie to be quite good. And yet they seem to like do their very level best to make it really painful to watch. The only other thing that Fran... Rubel Cousy has made is a movie called Tokyo Pop in 1998. A young female rock singer goes to Japan to try success. So, I mean, yeah, she's obviously. But she is she is a producer on Orgasmo, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? Oh my God. That is Orgasmo and Telling Lies in America. That film. It's the worst place to tell them. Kevin Baker. Don't tell lies in America, anywhere else. Uh, yeah. So after we introduce everybody, everybody's like at the at the mall, talking about it's like what they're going to do today. It's like enough cinemas. The, need... doing the nineties catchphrases. And then Donald Sutherland's character Merrick, he's not very subtle. He tries to get into the lift with them, and she goes, oh, oh, yeah. "Rude much," and then proceeds to be really rude. She was, and uh... proceeds to be really rude, and they yeah. go, "Who's the hobo?" Oh my god! You look like you you look like shit, and it's like you look right. You've got a hat and a coat on. Don't call him a hobo. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't know. Donald Sutherland, I love him as an actor, but just not convincing in this as somebody. I could just yeah, it's just very strange. Um, yeah. So he's obviously got some information for her, but rather than just giving it to her in black and white, this is it. He's all. He's all smoke and mirrors. Just tries to get in a lift there and thinks, oh well, I'll try again. I'll try again at another inappropriate time later. I'll just go to the sh- I'll just go to a school. Why not? I'll just go to a school. That's completely normal and acceptable. I'll do but it. Before we before he does that though, we get to see is this the bit where they have the you know, they, they all go off in the separate ways. They meet the boyfriends briefly and the guy eye squeezes her bum. And then one of the guys just chooses to walk home and gets Gets got by Lin Manuel Miranda. Well, yeah. so they, they're in the cinema, aren't they? So it's uh, David Arquette and his mate Luke Perry um, are in the cinema, genuinely trying to enjoy the film. But Buffy and her friends are being noisy, and they're like, "We played good money to see this." Yeah, and hang on. Like, we're if just you, having a chat. They lean forward. Like, Excuse me, ladies. 
it's us that are trying to talk obnoxiously through this movie and you are really but you're really <laughs> killing my buzz unless yeah. you talking through it is putting me off shouting <laughs> that it's the Loch Ness monster so and then they like go to a bar afterwards and they're there as well um, they're like constantly drinking from a single hip flask the never ending hip flask <laughs> never ending hip flask yeah the never ending hip it's flask and they've, got, like... <laughs> and they've only got exactly enough money in their pockets for either two coffees or one hot dog oh yeah and they have a and hot dog sure they, they have and a hot he dog, has yeah. Luke Perry has the bun and uh, David Arquette has the sausage and Buffy I don't, is, that a fair, is that a fair trade or should they not just split it I mean, that would be the obvious way to do it. I don't know. I don't know if I want either of those things on its own. Actually, if you're going to choose one thing, you probably choose the. I mean, a hot the bun would be more substantial. I think if you're if you're. But I don't know the the fats and the sausage. I feel like that like a pepperoni. I never eat a pepperoni and go, oh, that could have done a bit of bread around the sides. I always (laughs) think it's like he's exactly the right. You you eat the you eat the little plastic skin as well, don't you? Oh, well, sometimes I put it in my gob and give it a suck, yeah. But sometimes if you have a bread, you can, you, can, you can enjoy both things individually. If you had a bread, you wouldn't think, oh, that could have done with some sausage in there. A bread. No, I always think that. If I, have a, if I have a bread or two, I'm always thinking that could have done with a bit of meat in there. Could have done with a sausage. Yeah. Most well, people think that could, done, that could have done with a sausage. Nearly it was everything. a different time, though. 1992, yeah, yeah, people didn't have the same understanding of Sausages. what foods go together that we do now <laughs> like 30 years on no and again idea. i mean buffy does cut the sausage into like a, a exact two so they could have just traded it or like split what it into there what does she how does she cut the sausage because i know that she does it because david arquette pretends it's his willy fella that he is yeah pretends it's his willy and she <laughs> <laughs> is she carrying a switchblade? Does she have no, a knife like with a, her? It's like a dinner butter knife, I think, just on the side. <laughs> I remember, I remember being weird because I thought there's no way that would have cut that cleanly through a sausage. It would have bounced it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, hang on a minute, pause, pause this film. This is Put not believable. <laughs> Vampires. That Vampires sausage. On board with, but that sausage. And how has she even got a knife? Have they ordered food? What's going on? It's on the yeah. on the table, isn't it? It's just like a little, uh, just knives for it... just in case. Just knives. They put them. In, they used to put them in bars in the nineties. They should still put them in bars, you know, just in case. Yeah, in case you, you never to know chop you someone's need sausage because you're sharing it. Slice yeah. it. <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, and that is when they walk home. The two drunk dudes and uh, Luke Perry, his character Oliver Pike, decides oh, I'll, have a, I'll have a sleep here on the lovely asphalt. Very, very comfortable, and that is when um, Paul Rubens' vampire dude turns up. Like, these vampires are so non threatening, aren't they? Like, he just comes up, yeah. He it's like, all right, mate. Merrick even sees them take away uh, David Arquette, and he doesn't even, he doesn't even, it's not bothered at all. He goes, Oh, no, (laughs) I've missed that one. Well. Oh, well, we've got this one. And he he saves Pike. He puts them in the car and drives them home. But yeah, he's not bothered about Pee Wee Human and David Arquette. Um, Yeah, so David Arquette just gets taken off, doesn't he? Um, So what is Donald Sutherland doing? Is he just literally wandering around being... uh, A watcher. I think that's their name, isn't it? Uh, I am just watching. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, but he doesn't just watch that he gets involved. He's meant to train <laughs> the Buffy the Vampire Slayers, and he apparently has been doing it for generations, but unless I missed some deep-set nuance here, we don't explain why he's been around all these years. He just is. So he, he said he lives 100 lifetimes, so he, he's lived lives and died, and then at some point he remembers his past lives uh, and goes, okay. oh, I'm supposed to be training a... a vampire battler he gets to but, a certain age and he goes fuck oh no well, pretty much so. find this... someone very mole it's his version of the bins he's like enrique inglesia what i think you're the vampire slayer <laughs> yeah, can yeah. be your hero baby checks out i will stab you in the heart we'll stick uh... <laughs> so this time he, he he's like i um accidentally started really late with Buffy, she should have been trained from a kid, but he couldn't find her, or he couldn't find the the one. You know, the whole thing of the chosen one is a bit lame. Even back in the nineties, I think you could have called it something else other than the chosen one. Yeah. That's too obvious. Yeah, and the only way to identify her is that she has a mole. Now that's it. That it's just not. But she had the mole removed, so maybe that's what took her ages to find. Oh, yeah, Jesus that, Christ! That he found the, the he found the mole ages ago. Just couldn't find Buffy. <sighs> just found it in some medical waste bin. Yeah, a lot of red Excuse <laughs> me, can you tell me if this was taken off? It's no, it's nineteen ninety two, mate. All paper records. Go through those boxes if you like. And it's like, <laughs> shit. Now he's like uh, trying to find her, like a uh, trying to find Cinderella with a glass slipper, putting it on the gap on her chest. <laughs> Is this the owner of the mole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, only one person in the whole town had that size foot. <laughs> it's not believable, is it? Bloody fairy tales. Eight and a half. Eight and a Twelve half. and a half. Bloody massive feet. <laughs> bloody mad, bloody chin. <laughs> Netball player. <laughs> that would be a lot of glass. Going that it's, big old, <laughs> it's a big old plate of meat, that is. Um, yeah, so... It, <laughs> So she basically says, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not the chosen one. I'm nothing to do with this." 
I think he mentions, "Oh, you're good at good at gymnastics and stuff. Yeah, you you must be." And then he oh, says, "Have you been having a recurring dream where like you're someone from the past and you got a stupid hat on and you're killing vampires and stuff?" And she's like, "Oh, how'd you know that?" And then that's convinced like, me. I will come to the graveyard. That's convinced me. Yeah. No funny business um, though. And now she's like, she's got a few different. Or she's more agile. Doesn't she like punch somebody at some point? She goes, Oh, I've never punched anyone before. She, she punches him. And bang. And she oh, punches yeah, she punches him, him in the face. Minute, but sends that, him flying. They, go, they go to the graveyard um, to hear about a destiny. And one of their friends at school has died. And he's like, Oh, he's buried here. I was like, Oh, okay. And then he. How did they say the that grave. he died? They say like tissue. I was on the news and said, Oh, he had like, it's like he had a big bite to the neck. He had a big bite to the neck. Two perfect puncture wounds on the neck. Uh, but the police thought the... it better not to ask any questions and let everyone so they get just on wrote down lives. Tissue damage. Neck equals ow. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Drained. Drained. But yeah, as we mentioned, there's zero blood, zero gore. Like it's really, really, it's almost like a, um, a vampire TV show that you'd watch on daytime kids television or something. Not quite yeah. as bad as that, but almost those sort of levels. When they just level of violence, there's like the, 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 the staking is like disappointing. It's like no, like if you're gonna stake a vampire on a TV show, it's got to feel like it's going through the ribcage into the heart. Yeah. This just feels like it's brushing off. Like it's well, this like is the, the thing is really it. lacking is vampires turning into skeletons and then dust. I mean, what happens to these ones? They don't do anything. Re- they don't they do just... anything. No, they collapse. Yeah, to, when Pee Wee he, Herman gets it, yeah. he's like, I don't know what he's doing. Alive. Like... He's like alive. He's like going, ow, my chest. Oh, bloody hell. No, don't worry like that. Reminds me in a way a bit of like, obviously, remember Michael Morbius in the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon, Hand Suckers? Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like that where they kind of avoid all Quite like sanitized. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they just yeah they just kind of stick it in them, and this is what happens here. So two vampires pop up out of the graves, start beating up Donald Sutherland, uh, and Buffy stakes them up. Yeah, and it's almost like, did he say it was like a test or something? There was one bit where he's making notes, right? Yeah. So this is the next bit. So he does that, and she says, "Right, you've got to, you've got to." Basically, he gives her a lift home, uh, and says. Right, keep this a secret because they you won't they can't know you're the vampire slayer, otherwise they'll they'll come a knocking at your house. Um meanwhile, Pike is at his house and Benny, David Arquette is around there. He goes, oh. and he doesn't try and disguise it. He goes, Oh, um let invite us in, Pike. It's me, Benny, clearly a vampire. He's like hovering Very, uh... outside the window with big teeth. <laughs> Very Salem's lot, isn't it? That hovering out the window yeah. and tapping on he the does... window. Because he doesn't quite realise, does he, that that's what's happening. He's kind of like, Benny, what the hell are you doing? And then he realises, he goes, oh shit, you're floating. What are you on? Um, what do the... you want, man? You must be on crack or something. Yeah. Motherfucker. A drug. <laughs> David Arquette makes a good vampire, I think. A good kind of yeah. creepy, slobby vampire. He's good yeah, at that. with cauliflower ears. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They, they went for, this was like the prototype for the TV show. They just started with Oh, the ears have just got a couple of dimples in the sides. But it looked yeah, I mean, like good. the fur, the furrowed brow is like kind of iconic. Whenever I see that recreated in anything, I'm almost like they just look like Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampires. Yeah. Um. So the fact it hasn't got that, I think that's kind of one of the things that makes the vampires so 
they're just not threatening at all, like in any way. Like if all those vampires surrounded you and did Arkham Asylum fight on you, what would they yeah. do to you? I feel like they'd like just pin you down and tickle you. As long as you press the white button yeah. at the right time, when that little counter thing has come up, then you oh yeah slowly oh, judo them all over. Do that little until judo one, flip when you get one of them's got an undodgeable attack, and then you're screwed. You got like you gotta dodge away. for that. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't got. I haven't got a cape. I haven't got a cape. <laughs> Quick batarang. I'm just um, looking at some now. They they kind of look like what's the um that Stephen King film with like the cat people sleepwalkers. They kind of look like sleepwalker. People. Yeah, I could I could see that. Like a bit sleepwalkery. Hmm. Yeah, it's not uh it's not great, unfortunately. It's uh it's a little yeah, bit does... lame. It's a little bit toothless, you could say. Yeah. yeah. Uh Mike um, doesn't let so, him yeah. in. And then the next day at school, Buffy hasn't gone to meet Donald Sutherland, so he comes and finds her and he goes, um, what are you doing in the changing rooms, Donald Sutherland? I told you I wasn't going to come and meet you. And he just goes like, pop quiz, hot shot. Loz is a knife at her head, but she catches it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, you could have killed me, but you didn't. But, and then but she punches him calling. in the face. Yeah, that's fair enough then. And he goes, oh, you're wicked at punches. Well, I think goes, you're oh, bloody... Am I? In that case, I'll summer. train. I'd like to see the, the many, many girls who weren't actually the Slayer who didn't catch you. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> one closer to yeah. finding the real one. There's a guy going around walking into wi- walking into women's locker rooms in high schools, throwing knives at people and killing them. Yeah. Looking for the chosen one. I'll tell you, on. tell this you is what, like man. Mr. Glass trying to find a superhero by oh, yeah. killing thousands of people on trains and stuff. This is uh, yeah. political correctness gone mad. In 1992, you could do that. These days, tell you what. These days, go into safety in it. Go, Go into a women's locker room and throw a knife in someone's face, you'll be cancelled. You can't even get into a women's locker room these days. Trust me, I've tried. That's a silly, yeah. silly joke, sorry. Stop right there. No, let me in. Oh, I see. Keeping me out, are you? Oh, oh see, keeping me out. Oh, PC gone mad. I can't go I'm anywhere. Like, I'm not days, a perv. I'm going in there to throw this knife at a woman's face. Yeah, I'm looking oh. for the chosen one. Carry on, the, sir. <laughs> carry on. Well, the, the, the stakes are high. Oh. Uh, the world's at stake. Come on. Uh, doesn't a girl get abducted as well by um, Paul Rubens? One and he does of the, a... It's one of their kind of like loosely associated group of friends that have been... Yeah. Um, and it's all about that jacket because an April O'Neil jacket that Buffy was going to buy... Um, Hilary Swank was like, no, that's that's a rubbish jacket. Don't get that. And then she buys it, and then she lends it to this other girl. Only for it to imagine. get kidnapped or got by vampires. There's too many layers of like, oh, I want to buy the jacket. No, I'm going to buy it and then lend it to someone. Like, what's that? It's too. It's <laughs> there are too characters much. that are in this jacket less in this movie less than this jacket. Yeah, <laughs> this jacket's in it more than Ben Affleck. Yeah, the jacket has more scenes than Ben Affleck genuinely. <laughs> Did you did you see Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, that jacket. Uh, ben Affleck was in it as well. Don't care. Because yeah. that girl that gets kidnapped is in. Uh, she's wearing the jacket still when Pee Wee Herman takes her to the um, takes to the boss's house, his secret base. Yeah. So she sa- he basically oh. sacrifices her to him to like. So he's like sleeping or or not fully awake or at, at strength, is he? And 
Yeah. He's a again a weird character, isn't he? The low fast guy. Um, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what is crack. What's his deal? What's his damage? What's his... Is what I want to know. Yeah, what's what his damage? His what damage? does he want? Um, but again, you know, when there's like a ancient in the TV show, when there's like an ancient vampire that's been around for hundreds of years or something, and it is being reawakened, there's always that sense of threat. And the, the, oh, this is a big deal. This guy again just looks like someone in a Halloween costume. I like Rutger Hauer. <laughs> yeah, that's it's Rutger Hauer. Like six years. No wait. When was Blade Runner? 82. So 10 years after after Blade Runner. And there's, do you know what I mean? The, he's iconic got so much presence. Life, and then and iconic performance with so much presence. And then, then there's this. 10 years like, on, oh, you see it, it might have been like the visible strings. Or the, oh, the, yeah, the strings. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, quite, he lowers quite down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He lowers down. He's literally, his cape is opened like a classic he's got a mustache. Dracula. He's got a moustache, but the hair, the colour of his... Mustache hair is the same color as his skin, so it just looks like <laughs> like it's Caesar like, Romero was the Joker. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he painted, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. So yeah, oh, he comes lower down on strings and yeah. gets the like, gets the girl, then takes a cat off for a snack that he's gonna need as a little rest. Yeah. Um. And then, um, hmm. Yeah, Buffy's so I think training. Buffy's friends and everything. Oh, like, training oh, montage. She, oh, been, oh, is it a training montage? Oh, yeah, okay. So this is when... This is strange, because first of all, why is <laughs> why is Merrick involved in this training montage, but he doesn't even take his hat off or his jacket? It's just, he's he's guys, he walks into the house, walks into your house, and he keeps his coat, jacket, and shoes on. Coat and jacket and hat and shoes on. And you're like, just relax. He has to be ready. He has to be ready constantly with a knife. Just in case he finds someone who might be a chosen one. Yeah. So there's a lot of flipping. There's uh, Buffy's beating up a punching bag and then she kicks it and it looks away and then the punching bag hits her in the back and she's like, oh, God, who was that? Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. There's some tyres that she steps hops on. Hops through the tyres. Hops through and, and then goes, ha, with the steak. This, it looks like a training <laughs> montage, but actually it was only over the course of four or five minutes and that was it. Yeah. That's all the training she like did. It. Yeah. Well, she went, she's oh, proven with that knife catch. She's a natural. Yeah. She's got, she's got a natural ability yeah, for, so for vampire slay, and she can ha with the best of them with that stake. And then Merritt does. She, he trips, trips her up at one point, doesn't he? He does. He sweeps the leg. Sweeps but, um, the leg. She goes out and then does like a little sting operation. She basically goes outside wearing a hat, so you know she's undercover. She's wearing the same hat as Luke actually today. Um, she? Yeah, she goes out wearing a hat a bit like yours, goes into an alley and goes, oh, I'm quite vulnerable out here. And then a vampire comes to get her and she goes, ha, sucker, oh, yeah. stabs him. And, says, and then yeah, Merrick says she did a bad job because... Um, that's an alley. That's an alley and there might be more of them at some point. He said like vampire... Miss Big Point, vam- one vampire is dead easy to kill. Anyone can... There's not, stop showing off. There's, anyone can do one vampire. <laughs> but if you go up or against a bunch of them, you better hope they get stuck in their idle animation state because otherwise yeah. they'll get you at once. <laughs> they will get you. They'll get you good. <laughs> uh, it's a bit like, you know, if you've watched like Mock the Week or something like that, and it's that bit where they go to the middle and do the bit on the microphone. 
And then when it's someone's <laughs> turn, a few of them go and they go, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, like sorry, that, I was going gonna... to kill her. No, no, you go first. It's all right. Well, I haven't really got anything ready to go, so you go first. Okay. <laughs> and then there's one, the most polite, that's like, he's been ready all this time. His, his attack is fully charged. It's like, his, his fist is glowing, but he's like, oh. Never. Oh, bloody hell. Wasted it. <laughs> Never uh... get to go. <clears throat> what um, happens after, after this? Pee Wee Herman cause... attacks Pike's van? Yeah. How oh, do yeah. Pike and Buffy end up sort of in in an entanglement? Well, pa- so like Pike was leaving, so he was like, because Benny had scared him, so he was like, I'm going to get out of town. Um, yeah. At some, at some point, whilst he was leaving, we don't see what happens here, Pee Wee Herman turns up with some goons and he's trying to get Pike. He sticks his arm through the door um, and then, like Pike drives under a tree and that takes uh, Pee Wee Herman's arm off. Um, nice. And then again, Pike just zero, accepts zero that gore. <laughs> then yeah. Pike just accepts that he's crashing his van. So, like, basically, he's knocked yeah. Pee Wee Herman off the top of it, and his arms come off. I throws Pee Wee Herman's arm away, and then he just sees he's driving towards a tree, <laughs> but then just goes, Arr! "Yeah, I suppose so." I thought uh, it was him that went through the windscreen, but it was his <laughs> guitar. So <laughs> yeah, I thought he'd gone through the windscreen, but it wasn't. You're right. Um, but then the vampires come up and they start thumping him. Um, yeah, and then vampires, well, they always go straight for the neck, but very slowly. So they thump you a bit, do the judo, <laughs> do the do the judo toss over. Do a nice do the judo toss, toss over. Do the judo toss over. Want to slowly lean into bike. Yeah, they're they're not they're weird vampires, aren't they? They're kind of zombie-ish. Like they've got no uh I don't know, no agency, no immediacy immediacy. They're not vampire it's like lazy vampires. It's like the vampires in this, no one's heard of what a vampire is. What's a vampire? What's kind of like a zombie in it? Bites bites you and stuff. And they go, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 great, great. Any other rules we should know about? Nah, not you'll really. Need, you'll need a leather jacket, possibly leather trousers. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, and I think yeah, after and that is when Buffy... Buffy turns up and like kills rescues. them with bits of his guitar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And that is when Buffy and Pike like kind of... Obviously, they recognise each other from the banter, the never-ending banter they've couple had of, so far. Yeah, a couple of doses of bants already. Then she she's like, she takes him home. Over. She says, Do you want some water? And he goes, No, I'm okay. And gets out his never ending hip flask. Squirts out. <laughs> I'm okay. some I've fresh got loads in there. He vodka. gets out his never ending hip flask and pours himself, a, pours himself a pint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I've plenty left. Do you want some? Not for another pint. I'm going to have a bath. Hang on. <laughs> run a bath. <laughs> run a bath. Forget the tap. I've got a hip flask. Uh, yeah, and I mean, th- their relationship becomes a bit romantic, like pretty much immediately. And I was thinking, hang on a minute, Buffy has got a boyfriend. And I guess we weren't supposed to think that anything was wrong with this relationship at this time, were we? It kind of like deteriorated sure. off screen, didn't it? Yeah, it deteriorates off screen because apparently like he goes, well, I've got needs as well. And you did later, like, I think it might be the next scene. In fact, she goes to school the next day. Um her boyfriend's creepy mate. Not that they're not both creepy. 
Her boyfriend's creepy mate squeezes her bum. He goes, "Yeah, I'm oh, gonna yeah. need some of this." And she oh. does the she does the judo hip toss on him. Oh, you're not paying your actual boyfriend attention. I'm gonna slip straight in there and go straight for the bum. Absolute yeah, she, creep. <laughs> she flips him over, and he goes, "Oh, soz." Soz. Yeah, he's a bit spooked. <laughs> And then it's almost like her and her boyfriend haven't seen each other for like two days, and already she he's going, Ah, we're drifting apart. All right, we're drifting yeah. apart. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I don't apart. understand the time scale in this film. Has she been slaying vampires for a little while? She says at one point when her friends are falling out with her, she goes, Oh, I've been for the last couple of weeks, this thing mm. has been happening. When her friends are pissy at that that she's not focused enough on the big dance. Yeah, the big dance, which is the last dance they're going to be able to attend. Oh no, except for the summer social or something. Oh no, wait, and then the end of year dance, and then the prom. So yeah, it does kind yeah. of throw a. Uh... Yeah. Oh, we completely forgot to mention. I don't know why I've just thought of this, but back at the bar scene, right at the start, Ricky Lake was the was the waitress. Was that was... where Ricky Lake got? Is it Ricky is Lake strange? that told the, that told those told those skanky boys that you can they have can a hot dog? Hot dog yeah. or two coffees. Yeah. And then she went, I'll oh, do a bloody chat show about this one day. Get her away. <laughs> about alcoholics with no money. Plenty of hot dogs. Um, yeah, but another reason I don't understand the time of this is that there's a basketball game, and I thought the basketball game was in the middle of the day, but there's a vampire knocking about. He just turns up, doesn't oh, he? Yeah. How loose yeah. is his goose, you might ask? Very loose. Uh, really good. Uh, way loose. Hell, right. Way loose, that's it. It's the loosest goose you've ever did see. Around the house. Uh, yeah, so there's a random vampire dude just taking, kind of taking part in the basketball game and are people scared of everyone, him? People are scared. Everyone's of... right. The Ben Affleck's well, certainly scared of him. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. like oh. crying. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, it is weird. Of... It's like Teen Wolf, but like a bad version. Uh, of course, there's nothing yeah. in the rules. It's 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 a it's a complete airbud situation. There's no nothing in the rules that says a vampire can't play. Yeah. Um. But everyone seems more outraged. So the vampires there, everyone's kind of muttering about it. Like, oh, is it okay that a vampire is here and like he's not passing to the other to the other boys? That's one thing about here. vampires, you know, is that they hog the ball. Hog the ball. <laughs> Bastards. But everyone is far more outraged when. The vampire stuff kicks off and Buffy goes to attack him. You audibly, some of the crowd goes, Hey, there's a girl on the pitch! <laughs> Vampires, fine. Children, also fine. Girl on a pitch! Not in my name! Not in my name. Get her off the pitch! There's a vampire trying to kill people. I don't care! Um, the vampire runs off. Buffy chases after him. Um, she has another unpleasant interaction with a man outside. He goes, hey, do you like some real power between your legs? He has a motorcycle, you see. He's not oh, being yeah. He's asking oh, that yeah. teenage schoolgirl if she would like to go on his motorcycle. It's like a dubbed line else. as well. It's really awkward. Like it's a yeah, dubbed line. Yeah, the actor probably never it. said it. Someone's like, no. we're going to make you look a horrible sexist. And then um, <laughs> as she then steals his bike, he goes... He's a lovely, well-to-do, respectful man. And he said, I will always oh, yeah. appear like that in my performances. And he goes, good day to you. But they overdub. How'd you awesome. like some real power between your legs, <laughs> you bitch? <laughs> what, yeah, it's weird. I mean, how, how old do you think Buffy's supposed to be in this? 
Well, she's still at school, uh, so she hasn't graduated yet. So 17, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And unless that's a really old-looking high schooler on that motorbike. <laughs> well, a Greece high schooler. <laughs> just John just hanging out, outside, hanging out yeah. outside the spa. Um, and he's... <laughs> And, and yeah, maybe Ben, like you say, maybe the actor when he delivered them, it is one of these things that Joss Whedon was annoyed about the edits. Maybe the that maybe the actor said, "Oh, excuse me, dear dear lady, are chasing a vampire at all? Could I offer you assistance? Not that I would assume that you need any. Of course, I'm sure you're perfectly capable." And then he went, <laughs> "Hey, you!" And then yeah. calls her a calls her a dyke for stealing his bicycle instead. She um, chases the does vampire. He? Yes. Bike. <laughs> does he call her? A, does he say that? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he just called. Ah, oh, yeah. Bloody hell! Uh, he's Blue no Bicycle. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then she chases the vampire all the way back to their secret base, the junkyard fairground. Well, um, yeah. Oh, um, Pike right. also joins in. He's got a motorbike as well. No. Motorbike. 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 <laughs> Motor Pike and Motor Dyke, <laughs> the two, the two, the two amigos. Um, I love it when I love it when Buffy gets to the um, gets to the junkyard fairground and just wazzes the bike into like a pile of debris. Yeah, what is this fairground thing? It's like a really creepy. Uh... I'd be like, if I'm an all-powerful vampire person, Lord, I don't know. I just get a better place to hold up. Jesus. Humiliating. Maybe that was a brilliant place when he went to sleep, though. Ah, uh, I see. I didn't know it was just, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't, he, he couldn't account for what in his like, economic decline. Laser. He's got like a laser coffin. It's like p- pure red light or something. <laughs> pure red light. And when he's being, when he's bursting like and regenerated. And it's not very wrestling like, there. Pee Wee Herman's like, you'll be laced in rubies, and he puts his hand out like the like that money box that you put a penny on, and a little skeleton <laughs> hand comes and takes it. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like a little tanning bed. Classic. I'm surprised it come out like cooked. Cooked and brown. He is quite a tan, isn't he? When he <laughs> yeah, comes he's out got a bit tan going on. Um, but this is his base. So they they turn up and they're fighting the fighting the baddies, and the, the big boss man is just there. And Buffy gets kind of paralyzed put, or vampire magic because there is some kind a, of connection a trance, between isn't it? them. Because hmm. she's had a few dreams about him putting a ribbon on her, um, little red. little red ribbon on her, and um, and getting her. So she's kind of put in a trance, and it turns out that Proto Giles is in on it. <sighs> yeah. So what's it's like, the deal so- here? So Merrick like intervenes, breaks the trance, and then Lothos stabs Merrick, um, like with the stake again with zero blood, and then leaves saying, "Buffy, you're not ready for this." But, but well, I don't know if Merrick's in on it. But he tells Buffy, "I don't know. Is he's not in on it? Is he?" Because well, he says, "Well, Merrick, you've delivered her to me," and yeah. then he and then he sort of seems to be going along with it, but then he goes like. No, and dives in the way yeah. and takes the stab in. It's it's a weird thing. I wasn't I wasn't entirely sure. I thought that, but then she was still like, "Oh no, don't die!" And also, he's been stabbed directly in the heart. It pretty much instant death. <laughs> but he's just like, "I'll just sit down here and slowly pass away, and I'll give you one final clue." 
what does he say? Remember about the music. It's also like do your own thing as well. Oh so yeah. Remember about the music, but do your own thing anyway. Don't ignore everything I've ever told you. He starts uh it's laying off Instagram inspiring quotes. <laughs> yes. Hey, don't let anybody tell you what to do. You gotta dance to your own beat. He's thrown out as much advice as he can. He's like, ah, oh, I after I before he except have to see <laughs> and then he casts his way and then he comes back uh, unless it sounds like a like neighbor or way yeah okay i've got confusing. it thanks thanks Mary. the english language is quite confused actually so you know yeah, yeah please do do try and it's like don't eat yellow snow unless you've bought like a snow cone and the flavor is uh, lemon. Uh, lemon yeah, yeah. Then and then okay. do eat then yellow okay. snow and enjoy it don't any other time it, in fact any other time might be piss so uh <laughs> then he passes away, gets up there again, always buy your shoes in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never go shopping on an empty stomach. <laughs> That's a good why, one. Why uh why always buy your shoes in the afternoon? So because your feet grow. <laughs> also, so don't your put feet... your shoes on the don't put shoes on the table. It's bad luck. Wow, well, uh, everyone knows that. I've, I remembered instinctually. It's it's from a Sonic cartoon. Dr. Robotnik gives it to someone as a tip. Always buy your shoes in the afternoon after your feet have expanded. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, especially if like you're running, I bet at the end of your marathon and the on Sunday, your feet are gonna be like 10 extra size yeah. long. Yeah, wow, be like, are you going to No, I've just done a marathon. Like Miss Marvel, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he gives her all this advice, but then passes away. Unclear as to whether he was a traitor or not, but he's dead now, so all this forgiven. Yeah, nobody knows. Even he doesn't know. He's like, have I, have I, tra- have I been a traitor? I don't know. I don't, I don't think he is. I think it was just... I think there's something going on here that... I mean, maybe this is what Josh Whedon wasn't happy about. You can't just go around saying stuff. What's, yeah, what's to remember about the... About it. What's to mem- remember about the music thing? It happens Again, later when they, they dance, right? Donald Sutherland making shit up. She reflects on it. He's like, <laughs> he's just saying things. He's like, Buffy, remember the the music. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? What about it? Just the line was, it. "Remember Thank your steak." You. Thank you for the music. Damn it, Donald. The songs I'm singing. <laughs> Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. Who could live without it? I ask in all honesty. What would music. life be? <laughs> music makes the people come together. That's a good one. I'll write that down. Give it to Madonna, the future. Very <laughs> yes, nice. All this uh, advice. So pretty much what happens after that is she pretty much just tries to go back. She goes back to school, tries to explain goes, right, things I've, to I've her friends. This. I'm, having, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to this dance. My friends are mug- think, some, think I'm mugging them off because I'm not planning this dance properly. Um, mm. Merrick's dead. Whether he's a traitor or not will never be established. Um, no. But I'm I'm going to this dance properly. Pike is a little bit annoyed about it, a bit put out. Um, but she's going to go to the dance. Unfortunately, um, big old daddy vampire knows that her identity, and he also fancies going to the dance. He just loves a good dance, you know. Nothing to do with yeah. Buffy going there. He just loves to attend uh, a room full a, of a, a high schoolers. Social. He's a couple of hundred years old, uh, which is extra noncy. And uh, <laughs> it's a next level, yeah. next level of nonsense. Next level nonsense. Yeah, but yeah. So she, 
Um, so what happens uh, initially so, when she goes? She, she turns up at the dance in a lovely uh, wedding dress. <laughs> dance in a lovely wedding dress, but her boyfriend is now going out with one of her mates because he had needs. Yeah, he had needs, and the last couple of yeah. weeks she's just been, you know, off. Yeah, not interested. And she, so she leaves, goes and finds Pike, and that is when they. Pike no, turns no, up she and finds her, so he. That's he does right, a classic yeah. tap on the shoulder. And then she looks around. He comes around the other side and says, "Yeah, I got got us a flower." That's there a great. Go. That's a great move. I love that. Never ever grow old. That never grow old. Also, what I never grow old is when you go got something there on your chest and you go, "What do we? Oh, uh, you got me." <laughs> never, never will not get a laugh from me. Classic, <laughs> classic humor. So do it. do a combination. Do that, and then while they're annoyed about getting their nose, you dead leg them. <laughs> Dead Legum, yeah, just send it to violence. Dead Legum, Ed Button, Glasgow Kiss. <laughs> start make, start making up your own ones. Angina, smack them in the middle of the chest. Oh! Angina! <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> oh, oh dear. Uh, yeah, so she, what happens? She has a dance with Pike. Um, they they get um, over the fact that the boyfriend's copping off with her mate because she, then they're together now. They have a, they have a little kiss. Very Andy. quickly, there's just some vampires at the at the door, hanging around. Yeah, this reminds me of um, is it Demon Night when they're trying to get in through the. Yeah, yeah, a bit like what that. You mean, and it's like, oh, don't worry, seniors. <laughs> yeah, so they've been in. Don't worry, they can't get in unless we invite them. And Hillary Swank is like, I already invited them in because they're seniors. <laughs> <laughs> What, okay. what, what? That's that's when that's billion when dollar to... dickhead Hillary. <laughs> that's the swank that is. Hillary swank. Uh, yeah. So they all come in, and then we get basically. We get basically. Are people well, getting? Uh, Buffy turns? says she'll go out. So if you don't come out, we're gonna come in. So Buffy oh, comes yeah. in. Pike gives some... her his leather jacket for some so reason. She looks, so she, she looks cool. Yeah. Purely for that reason, yeah. And then they do some high speed karate fights outside. You say high speed. <laughs> but I don't it's mean not. high speed. <laughs> <laughs> this is that like the slowest. I always... so it's like the slowest vampire fight ever. I don't think she gets any of them. Eventually she runs away uh, or gets chased away, and then if she comes face to face with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Well, the which, vampires which go in. Any, well, the vampires go in anyway. They go into the disco and start like getting people. Yeah, so they start getting people. The DJ at one point is a normal DJ man, and then yeah, and it's been replaced with a vampire who's playing. But like, see, metal, fresh metal. Or something. I thought I thought that would that, like, that's a moment in a film which would be like quite interesting. Like, do you remember in From Dust Till Dawn when everyone turns into vampires, the band turn into vampires playing like severed heads, yeah, like guitars. That was cool. This had like no impact because initially there was a DJ, just like some bloke. The next minute, it's just like some vampire guy just playing. What was he playing? I don't even remember. It's some sort of metal, metal it. thing, right? Yeah. Uh... Um, to be fair, it, it looks a bit like the DJ's there. The vampire doesn't doesn't visibly get him. It looks like he just kind of shoves him under the table and then gets like a very pleased look on his face. It's like DJ I just wanted to be a DJ. Gobby. And, and then <laughs> oh god because he like he goes he shoves the guy into the table given the attitude to consent <laughs> on this movie and i was like well, yeah, oh, he's, and, and he's like 
I would love to hear you call it a gobby in a not 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 I'd ever be in a scenario where you said it in a serious manner. Oh, go on, give us a gobby. Just imagine that. Could take it seriously. What do you say? Oh God, give us a gobby. It sounds like short for something else, like a gobstopper or something. Not a, yeah, I mean, the first a time, there was a there was a really embarrassing <laughs> misunderstanding years ago when somebody went to give give someone a gobstopper and oh, it gives a gobby, and <laughs> then it just descended into chaos. All right, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So we don't we don't know, we don't know that that's what's happening, but you know, I think you'd be forgiven because you just shove him under the table and then like go and start like you know twitching his eyebrows while he's playing some. Oh, I thought he's just getting into the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's good. I thought he's getting into the song, but definitely a good. Yeah. Um. And um, then what? Happens? So basically, Pee Wee Herman versus Buffy. Oh, yeah. She outfights him quite easily because he's only got one arm these days. This is probably my favorite line of the movie, where it's like, "Oh, I would do anything to satisfy like my master's needs." And he's like, "Go on, then clap," and he's like. Got me there. <laughs> and then she, <laughs> and got me she there. stabs him with rude. like a ruler. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pike's made a bunch of, bunch of steaks out of like brushes and whatever else he had lying around the house. So she yeah. stakes him and then he takes ages to die. And at first I was like, oh, hang on. Is this a vampire that's immune to being staked? No, no. He does die. It just takes ages. Takes yeah, ages and ages. I yeah, I I thought maybe he's not a vampire. Maybe he's uh like a, an eagle sort of guy who's oh yeah, a familiar. Yeah, man, he doesn't actually Those die. Those fangs aren't even real, are they? Yeah, but no, he Idiot. was dying. It just he was taking time, and he also wasn't that bothered. He's like, oh, if I'm he's gonna like, go, well, so I am to die. die. <laughs> yeah, the time is now. Don't look for me. I'm already gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes longer to die than Merrick did. Yeah, he's, but he's like he's doing like the mask. He's like, ooh, ah, e, ooh, Joe Tiny yeah. said, "We're like, over uh, this Christmas." Pee Wee, <laughs> you want to do another take of that? And he's like, "No, I think we've got that in the bag." <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. What's wrong with that? Perfect. Uh, and then Lothos does try and do some stuff to Buffy again, but then when the music stops, that is like when she remembers Merrick's words again and like... This is our silence. Maybe his, maybe his magic is based on music, because he's playing the violin in the first place. Maybe that's why... It's um... weird, don't it? That remember the music thing, it seems to have no impact. Like it was, I, I felt like it was supposed to be like a coincidence thing, like you'll know when the moment comes, you know, like in mm. Signs when Joaquin Phoenix has to swing away and he remembers... Oh yeah, the bats on the wall. What a coincidence! And oh yeah, everything's all linked. All the bits have fallen into place on this. Time, it was it's like just arbitrary things that happen. Yeah, it's just like what? What, what, what could it be? Music. Yeah, yeah. Music stops. The music Very in the silly. disco upstairs at the at the disco stops as well because of some things. Pike fighting with Benny, maybe. And he gives him yeah. some. He pours the contents of the infinite um, hip flask in his face. Oh, that. Takes a while, doesn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is, is it supposed to be holy it's water? Waterboard in him. Has anyone holy, must be holy water. blessed? Why is it holy? Who's blessed that? 
Might be communion wine. Burns his face Put up. Uh, and then Buffy versus Lothos is a bit um, uneventful, isn't it? It's a bit. Well, he grabs the stake, another stake, the cross, and it sets on fire. So they're, they're both holding his cross. And it's just kind of a cool move. Like she gets out her deodorant, body spray, yeah. whatever, and squirts. It's a Lynx in. Africa out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, and it looks kind of cool, but and it's like hairs on fire and stuff. But he's not bothered at all. Like it doesn't do any. No. And then she doesn't she just walk away from that as if to say, "Yeah, see yeah, you later. I that, that I win." You. And then he turns back up at the disco in his full outfit with a sword. Because yeah. yeah, he's so... having his face burned, he's gone right. That's it. I'm gonna go to my car. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get my sword and take this. This will show him. Yeah. Um. So he turns up and they have. Final battle, brute, uh, flagpole versus um, flagpole mm. versus sword. Lothos gets the upper hand for a while. Why doesn't then... the, the sword go through the flagpole? Like, the, the flagpole. flagpole. Oh, okay. Is it the same as you, the knife and this hot dog situation for you? You're like, hang on a minute. This film's what it's not getting right is things slicing things correctly. Yeah. The slicing mechanics of this film are way out of line. I think she should have um, used a. She should have had that same butter knife on her that she used to chop the, the hot dog earlier. That'd sort him out. Yeah. Um, Pike jumps on. Yeah, you know, Lothos gets the upper hand for a minute, but Pike jumps on his back. Um, and then she does what I feel is a classic Buffy move, where you stake someone and then do a kick yeah. to push the stake in a bit further. I think Blade does that as well at one point. Mm. It's just a vampire hunter. It's like lesson one. Yeah. Like stake him, roundhouse kick, get it all the way in. Yeah. And that's enough. And he's already like, he's he's changed his tune because at first he was trying to seduce with his power. And then when the magic stops, she goes, oh, you bitch, and throws her. Um, so he calls her a bitch again, which is no yeah. good. And then she roundhouse kicks him and he's done for. Um, the greatest tragedy of this movie is that the teacher appears to have lost it. Because he's going around dishing Even... out detentions to the corpses of vampires and then knocks Hillary Swank out. Yeah. Where's, <laughs> where, where, where did he do that? How does he like, do that? He doesn't even like... So he's going around, all the dead vampires are staked in the... are staked on the floor. And he's like, detention, 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 detention. On this one more, detention. And then Buffy turns up and Hillary Swank goes, oh no, she's going to bring devastation on us all and he just grabs a head and slams it against a wall wow yeah knocks her out and then she's in she's in she's finishing move the headmaster the credits and is clearly (laughs) and is clearly concussed yeah the headmaster that's his finish (laughs) um so he takes her out and then kind of the end right buffy and spiker buffy and pike rather yeah, it's funny to say oh Spike. Oh my god, they made that connection. Buffy yeah. and Pike, Buffy and Spike. It's weird that I don't know. Maybe Josh was like, I like the name Pike, I don't want to lose that. Let's mm. just call it Spike and so, because they're not related at all. I don't know if there's another character called Pike in a TV show, I don't know, but it's um, Dad's it's army. interesting. Dad's it army, yeah, <laughs> literally just about to say that. Dad's army. Pike, Pike's not a name, that- Pike's a fish. Don't tell it, Pike. 
<laughs> she says that as well, despite in an earlier scene showing up that she was not a good student, knows all about a freshwater fish thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, out of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Blade, who, which is your favourite vampire killing movie? Vampire killing this, movie? This one and Blade one. Probably uh, Blade is one. Is that a trick question? I can't no, no. tell. I, I mean, know. it's an obvious question. I mean, obvious it's, obvious, it's a question. Let's 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 give this some serious consideration. I haven't seen Blade for a while. I don't think there is a full cheerleading scene in Blade. There is now, where there he is. shakes his caboose. Yeah, um, there's the, like, the bit say... in um, in Blade One where he's had all his blood taken out and he he gets to suckle on that girl he's been helping him out. And he he jump he, he goes crazy, starts killing everyone, and then jumps down the center of the temple, lands on the floor like a superhero landing, and he goes frost, <laughs> and then it's like wow, turns into a blood tornado, <laughs> badass like moment in film history. Surely it's so good. He, in the same film, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. Is, yes, you know, and I don't think any line in this movie uttered by anybody. Um. Could could rival that. So for that reason, I'd say I'd say Blade, and also and not even not even remember the music. What from Blade? No, no, just this film. That the line, remember the music, the iconic line. Oh, okay. Oh, you like yeah. remember the music from this film? Don't remember anything now. Yeah. Um, I mean, not when it comes that. down to that, yeah. Which have we uh, the... have, have we done Blade? No, I don't think we yeah. have. Yeah, we've done we Blade. Did we? Have we? Done Blade, Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite a while ago. Um, I think it may, have, it may have just been me and Luke. Um, but we did episode 104. We did Blade. There you go, Blade. Wow, can you believe back in 2019? So, yeah, if if you how time flies, um, how it does, which of the discos would you rather have gone to? The Blade disco, oh. that terrifying matrix-looking, blood-showering blood rave. rave. Yeah. I mean, if you're a vampire, that then one. yes, the rave. If you're <laughs> yeah. not a vampire and you're at the rave, fuck no. Yeah. I don't think if I, was, if I was a vampire or not a vampire, I don't think I'd want to go to this uh, to the school dance in Buffy. To this school just, dance. Just full you of might twats. get a detention from that man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I have some name game for you guys already. Very yeah, nice. I... Always, always ready. We, that's the end of the film, right? Don't have much happen. Uh, there's a, there's oh, a yeah, new scene over the TV at the end where Hilary Swank is concussed, and then there is a post-credit scene where Pee Wee Herman is still fucking dying. Oh, God. <laughs> just him <laughs> again, and he just get, he gets back and like goes, ooh, and then dies again. Ooh, me arse. <laughs> okay. So, name game. Uh, the, <laughs> the first one I have, it's a very short synopsis for a film. Uh, a footballer with a bad knee. A footballer with a bad knee. A footballer um, with a bad knee. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A footballer with a bad knee. <laughs> Footy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or yeah. Is the first word footy? No. Something. <laughs> something. Buffy the Bad Knee Player. Oh, well, that's pretty good. This is Duff Knee, the Olympia player. 
But he's limpier than the other players. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Duffy. 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 Yeah, don't get it wrong. Uh, next one don't get it wrong. is about a fresh metal band, the ones who did that Rain in Blood song, and they're all trying to fit inside a small van. Something. The van. The van. Something, the van. The entire band is trying to get inside a small van. Stuffy. Stuffy. The Van, the van Slayer. Van Hire Slayer. What did you say? The Van Hire Slayer. The Van Hire Slayer. Yeah, they hired a van. Oh, that's quite good. I put Stuffy the entire Slayer, like the entire Aww. band. But Van, van Hire Slayer is who. Van Hire Slayer. <laughs> Boy, okay, last one um, for me, anyway. Uh, a particularly suit doggy is very obedient, but only for a shouting man who's ringing a bell. So a particularly suit dog, fluffy, very fluffy, yeah, fluffy. And he's he's uh, he's very obedient, but only for a shouting man <laughs> ringing a bell. The fluffy. the town crier, yeah, Scruffy the town crier, obeyer. Yeah, fluffy the town <laughs> oh, Wow, yeah. absolutely nailed that. Uh, I got a couple for you, Luke. When you mentioned this is a hard one. Yeah. Um. So, uh, in a, in a local town, um, how did we describe Buffy a flighty battler? Yeah. Um. So flighty battler, uh, Buffy Summers, um, is astounded when the mascot of their local basketball team. Um, begins sucking blood, so she has to sort him out. Uh, their mascot. I didn't think I saw their mascot. The the team is called the Hogs, so he's a big pig. Pig. The... Big pig. Buffy the ham. Yeah. So if a pig was a vampire, what would you say it was? Vampire. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, very good. Um, <laughs> as easy as that. In in yeah. this version of the film, slight twist on it. Uh, Luke, maybe you've watched this recently yourself, actually. Um, it's pretty much the same film, except the protagonist is flipped over, and it is cartoon dog Scooby-Doo. It's uh, Scrappy. So it's not scrappy the, the vampire it's the, though, it's it? the exact same film except it's done in the through the POV and the voice of, of Scooby Doo the dog. Ruffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Ruffy. The vampire Ruffy the vampire Ray. Ruffy the vampire Very good. Next, um a young uh, flighty battler. Um Oh, flighty just okay. goes around and she's she's quite an abrasive character um really doesn't take no nonsense doesn't have all the airs and graces of polite conversation scruffy and she goes around uh no she's quite she's quite um she's just quite clipped in her speech just comes off as rude the way she talks um bit of a grump um and she goes around um very specifically, bloodsuckers, um, bloodsuckers such as um, Ackroyd, our friend Wilcox. She goes around and just makes sure that their cats can't breed. 
Dan. Something spare. Spare's the last Correct. Uh, yeah, gr- sure grumpy or something. Grumpy the Dan. Yeah, so it's, a, it's Gruffy the Dampire Spayer. <laughs> Goes around making sure the cats can't breed. And then finally, the exact film we've just watched, except it's the, as it came up when we did X, this is uh, this is the porn parody title of this uh, of this movie. Buffy the Vampire Layer. It's not the one I've gone for actually, Ben, but I would that is acceptable. Ben in, said this, that immediately. in this case, it's quite he a, uh, a it's quite yeah, a, a, a lead character in this is quite a hunky boy. Um, Buffy. And it's a Bukaki movie, maybe. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, um, a hunky boy. Study spunk spunky spunky. Unfortunately, not. It's a uh, beefy the vampire sprayer. <laughs> beefy. <laughs> Horrible. Sprayer. Yeah, the vampire <laughs> sprayer. And there yeah. we go. Wow. What a Can't time! Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that for a second. Good times yeah. all round. Good effort from everybody. You got any off the off off the top of the dome, Ben? Bit of a. I, it's not I an easy one. That... I don't feel I can participate um, because I didn't didn't prepare, you know, prepare to fail. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And I failed, unfortunately. But yeah, enjoyed yours. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, uh, what scores are we going for? Oh, it's a good question. Anybody want to jump in first? I don't mind. Um, I'm going to go for... A D, solid D, for disappointing. I think um, I don't know. I I think on obviously the the core concept it works. I mean, this is pretty much Salem's Lot, but at a high school, uh, and as a vampire killer cheerleader, uh, the core concept works really well. Um, but I feel like it's just so slow, and if it it seems to be getting into its own way more than not um it's kind of boring it's kind of boring and lackluster points for the action though right yeah that (laughs) yeah the action was really good (laughs) you really like how you can really you could probably use that as a tutorial to do the moves yourself yeah step by step what's the lowest we usually give e i don't think we've ever given anything an f you've given an f haven't you uh, All right, let's, let's go for maybe it's probably, ha- probably harsh. E plus. Plus. Harsh? Yeah, let's go for a plus. Yes. I don't want to go for a flat A. I don't know. I was just, I didn't enjoy like like any element of this really. I know it's, I, can, I understand what it's going for, but it just felt, for lack of a better word, toothless. I didn't recognize anything to do. Obviously, this is prior to the series, I know, but the character, I didn't recognize Buffy in Christy Swanson's performance at all. I didn't realize any of the high school drama stuff or any of the high school. Um, and in terms of like, you know, this podcast is called horror hangout and it was probably one of the least horror themed movies we've ever done because it's felt like whoever wrote, oh, no, we know who wrote this film, Josh, Josh Whedon, but whoever directed this film didn't really even know what a vampire really was or yeah, just someone who's a bit bitey. Hmm. There was none of that. The, the mythology of it was not really there. All the flashbacks to the past were like laughable, bit pantomime, 
and the action yeah just the whole film was just a bit of a mess i was unfortunately bored and as i mentioned already the fact that it's got some huge titans of cinema in this in this movie and they're just completely wasted waste wasted but also like i don't know just unrecognizable in the roles um so yeah i was not into it unfortunately but just made me want to go and watch the series you know yeah it made me want to go watch the series because i was like let's see it done properly but Mm. i'll be uh so cat kind of hasn't seen the tv show and she kind of looked over a couple of times as i was watching this and i was like don't this isn't (laughs) don't judge it on this (laughs) yeah Is that on your Buffy? Is that perhaps one of your next watches after you finish Supernatural? Maybe actually. I mean, um, since watching this film, I was like, I would like to watch it again. I don't think I've ever seen Buffy all the way through. I remember just going over to Angel and watching that instead. Hmm. But there was a time where it was, I did like Buffy quite a bit. It was like a nice evening viewing after school. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Andy? Have you got? A... Um, uh, I am going to join you. Actually, I think Ben on on an oh. E plus. Just because I think for the same reason, and maybe maybe Joss Whedon has a point. I think if this maybe if this had leaned more into the comedy, because sometimes it is quite serious, and it like there are jokes in it, but sometimes it I feel like it is taking itself seriously and I don't think it can necessarily pull that off. Maybe if it had more leaning into the comedy elements, then it would be, it'd, mm. it'd work a little bit more, but I, you're right. I think the action, the action didn't really do it for me. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Jurassic Park came out a year after this, like, you know, you could have done a lot better. That, that film had a lot more <laughs> money spent on it. Um, yeah, but you can you can do low budget and still have more credible action. We Power Rangers seems to come a lot for us, but you know that was coming out in that era, and at least as far as my memory goes, that moved at a little bit more of a a little bit more of a pace. Um, mm. And I think I think that's what you need in your action. And also, I don't think. I think you could have made it a little less bloodless, a little more affecting when you're when you're fighting the the vampires because that's what vampires mm-hmm, that's what vampires yeah. do. An effect existed to make things disappear into dust rather than just being yeah on the floor. Yeah, obviously, the tensions. Did we see a drop of blood in this film? She gets a bit of red rubies. Oh yes, yeah, does she? Yeah, when she's fought, so, and then it might not be her blood. She gets like some blood on her. It chin made me bleed my own blood. And she gets maybe a cut on her leg. Yeah, um, great. Yeah, so it's, it's a yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit bloodless. It's a little bit. Um, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of things. And I remember distinctly wanting to watch this when I was a kid and never never got to see it. It's a little bit of a disappointment having finally got to it. But you know what? It gave us. It inspired a very popular series, so oh, yeah. that still ex- that, is... that still exists. So, I don't think if you're a fan of the series, you would necessarily need to go back and experience this. Yeah, no. And as I you said to Cat Luke, I don't don't. It. I imagine do not base whether or not you'll like the series on what what is presented here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's lots of other buffer you can enjoy. Maybe go and enjoy some of that. Yeah. 
Good advice. If you want to watch uh, Kirsty Swan, uh, like see what Kirsty Swanson's up to, watch Deadly Friend every day. Yeah. There we go. See her with a robot brain kill an old lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a basketball. So good. With a basketball. Smash Mama Fratelli's head right off. <laughs> so we have a, a special thing to end the show with. But before we do that, um, quick thanks to, uh, to our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. You can get access to early episodes. Wait, early access episodes, some bonus content and some free stuff. Uh, thanks to our current patrons, Lane Spencer, John Crinan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rigby, Ollie Child, Julia Bilgren, Leslie Carlo, and Pazuzu. Thanks to Kovacs Carmen for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST hosting the show. Please rate and review and subscribe. And yeah, thanks to my co host, Ben and for being right, her dudes. But we have yes. uh, what's our. Thank you guys. Special uh, today. Oh, well, what we did what next week we're doing the changeling. That's correct, isn't it? Uh, I think Andy, oh, you're oh, me, I'm recovering. on the holidays. Next week, holidays yeah. recovering from legs being battered. Good luck, of course. I am also away legs. next week, actually. I've just remembered away next week as well. So uh it'll be just be me. Uh <laughs> just be me on my own doing a <laughs> podcast <laughs> called the changeling. Maybe we'll um, see you on a or maybe you could get another a guest host, and it'd be like we've been replaced, like changelings. Who knows? You know, you've been replaced like changelings. Yeah, I'll get uh, Andy Turner Conduit and uh, Liam Condor. Exactly. I'm sure I could find someone out there, someone on our vast list of former guest hosts who get involved. We'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. Uh, but yeah, we've got a little special ending for the show. Taj Easton, who we discussed last week, he gave us some little snips, little soundy snippets, which uh, we've been enjoying. But he's um, developed a Horror Hangout original song using a good quote from the episode me and Luke did a, uh, about The Omen back in God. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, Luke's line, the baboons bark at the bad boy, has been immortalized in audio form. So that is going to play us out for for, to the end of the episode. So yeah, we'll see you next time. Well, I'll see you next time. But uh, (laughs) these guys, maybe a couple of weeks, well rested. Now, Ben, (laughs) if if I know anything about changelings, I think you have to smash them with wrought iron or put them in a fire. So okay. please do that with the guest hosts at the end so That's Luke and I know. can return from the from the shadow realm. That's good to know. Uh, thank you. Okay, so until next week, this is uh, the baboon's bark at the bad boy. Enjoy. They go into the drive-thru baboonery. The baboons, <laughs> the baboons um, <laughs> bark. The baboons bark at the boy, at the bad boy. The baboons bark 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 at the boy. The baboons bark at the bad 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 boy. And the baboons bark at the bad boy. The baboons bark at the bad boy. The baboons bark at the bad boy. The baboons bark at the boy. The baboons bark at the bad 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 boy.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.